Hello there, and welcome to episode six of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am half your hosts, Michelle, and with me today is the <laughs> other half of your hosts, Colin. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Who happens to also be my son, Yay. by the way. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting to mention that if there's like a new person listening that doesn't mm-hmm. know about episode one where we explain all of that. Anyway. Right. The heater just stopped. Yes, the heater goes on and off. Sorry nice. about that. It's winter in Chicago. That happens. Um, anyway, Colin is here physically, like with me, which uh, was kind of unplanned, sort of. But also... Pretty unplanned. I just really needed to get him here because we've been having a little technical issues, figuring out remote recording. And also, you're constantly busy. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, uh, yeah. Doesn't answer my texts. I have to text his girlfriend to get him to text me back oh, it's a man. whole thing <laughs> yeah um that's true. but yeah. how's the quarter going so far the quarter the quarter is going all right it's midterms so is it really already why am i doing this podcast right now i should be studying oh, that's what's on. on my mind i'm just kidding i'm kidding it's been too long um yeah the quarter is going well i got a lot of projects going on which is fun Including um, one that I assigned you a couple of days ago. I don't know if we should talk about that on this. Because I don't know if that's going to become real. And if we talk about that on this, then people are going to want that. All right. Well, and I like a... having my decision as being final and whether or not I want to make it. You know what I mean? Okay. Here's a tease, though. I I love having my own personal composer at my beck and call. And I gave him a little exercise assignment the other day. We'll... That's just a tease. Some people know what it is. Like, there are a couple of friends. Is that all you're going to say? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Because I don't want to put any pressure on you. Yeah, that's um, good. In case this project dies before it is and born. And it very well might, because I have a lot <laughs> happening. But, um, But yeah. why don't you talk about your studio class last week? Because that's Star Wars okay. adjacent. <laughs> yeah, you want to introduce what's going on with that? Or should no, I? No, I don't know what oh. happened. You were there. Okay. Um... Yeah, so as part of my major... um, Which is music composition. Yes, which is music composition. I am also expected to be a percussionist because that's my instrument of choice. That's the instrument I auditioned with going into my school um, and into the program. And as such, I am required to partake in a bunch of percussion-related things. I I have to perform in ensembles. I have to take lessons. um, I have to do, like, special side classes. And I have to go to studios which are essentially just big meetings of everyone in the in the department being taught for an hour by one of the instructors. It's actually kind of like the best part of it. It's very interesting. But um, last weekend, so not this weekend, last weekend, the instructor wanted to lead a film scoring based, uh, or a film score based percussionists sectional in a, in a way. And in the sectional, he, he brought in a bunch of film score music to play, including music from episode five and episode six. So I was like super hyped. But you didn't get to play because you're didn't technically get to play, not yeah. a percussion major. Yes, because I'm technically not. But I sat in, and it was it was funny and cool. Just because like I basically just got to listen to that music for like two hours. Why was it funny? Um. Oh yeah, because. The other percussionists being like amazing. Other the other percussion. I'm just. I just want to preface. All the other percussionists are better than me. Okay, <laughs> that's just facts. But none of them have 
any clue about that music. Like, it's clear to me now, because they were all bad. They all... <laughs> they didn't know what was going on at They were all. just trying to sight-read, right? They were trying to... They were sight-reading, and I was like, man... I've heard this eight million times in I my didn't life. even look at the music. And, like, one... So, like I said, it was episode five, and... Um, the music that we were looking at was the asteroid field music and the opening credits or sorry, the opening crawl music and the end credits and the battle of Hoth, which are like my favorites, like across the board pretty much. Um, and it was really cool to, to see like my instructor trying to like enforce this or, um, not enforce, but kind of like teach Mm-hmm. this music to the other students and including episode six episode six we looked at um sorry i feel like i'm going off oh, i'm going on about this but with episode six we looked at the forest battle music like the ewoks and mm-hmm. dun, 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 like it was like super funny but most importantly um, um i was at target doing my mom target thing and i get a text of from him that was a video and they were playing <laughs> My all-time favorite. No. Oh. It was Han and the Princess oh, that you yeah. sent me. Oh, yeah. It was part of the end credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah. Yeah. Standing in Target, swooning over live yeah, it's, percussion. It's pretty funny. Han and the Princess. Okay, so that's kind of fun. The, and plus, did you or did you not get copies of this music? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... <laughs> um, Sorry, Very important. That That's probably the best part. Oh, that is the best part. So, you know, if at any time John Williams needs you to fill in <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some percussion, for those two movies anyway, you're ready. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to fake that when we got that music. So we got the he The professor who was running the sectional emailed the parts out to us the weekend prior mm-hmm. to the studio. And I'm not going to lie. I like went into the practice room and would just like play it to the music just for fun. Of course fun. you did. I knew of I wasn't going to I knew I wasn't going to be performing it or doing it in the sectional, but why why are you even there if you're not going to I was playing do that? the uh, xylophone part for like Battle oh. of Hoth the dun, dun, Oh dun, god. Dun, dun, dun. You don't it's, even like, understand. Super, Battle of so Hoth good. is his all-time favorite thing it's in the world. Actually, yeah, it's my favorite one. So, this was big news in the Whitlick front that you had this music, you were going to this studio yeah. and that you can <laughs> at any time now Go turn yep. on Battle of Hoth. And get just play yourself, to it. Go to any the one of the instruments. Do you know if there's that like mini percussion solo in the middle oh, of it? Oh yeah. Maybe you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They tried running that so bad. <laughs> it sounded like <laughs> it sounded like a car crash. A car crash. Okay. Yeah. I think you're probably exaggerating. No man, <laughs> dude. Like wrong notes, man. Wrong. Really, I don't want to blast. I'm not putting them on blast. But you told. You just said they sounded like a car crash. All right, man. Wait. <laughs> None of them listen that, to this yeah, they, podcast. They, they got better things to do. Like what? I said, they're all better than me. I've already <laughs> said that. They're all better than me. So, just not at this. Okay, okay. Let's think. Um, the, oh, the other huge news. This is... I can't believe this hasn't been, you know, on Google News or whatever. My parakeet snips. Oh, yes. Who I've been trying to get to say certain Star Wars phrases for a while now. All of a sudden, one day... Clear as a bell. I'm no Jedi. Yes. I'm. Tr- I. Tr- I'm trying cool. so hard to get him on video doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's almost time for a new Clone Wars, so I'm like, okay, bef- before the new Clone Wars starts, I'm getting this bird on video saying I'm no Jedi, and I'm sending it to 
Ashley Eckstein and Dave Filoni. Like, oh, this is yeah, happening. that would be so cool. Within the next two weeks, this is happening. But the problem is he's very camera shy. The second he sees the phone, he stops talking. That's so weird. And, well, I think it's because he thinks the phone is a toy. He loves to chew on my phone. So hmm. we got to figure out a way to very nonchalantly set the camera up i don't want to be in i don't want to be in it like that's the other problem (laughs) he he jibber jabbers when he gets on my shoulder Mm -hmm. so it's very hard for me to selfie record him Mm -hmm. like so he doesn't notice well he's camera shy man and then i also don't want my face in it so it's hard (laughs) okay i'm gonna have to figure something out i'm sure he'll come along to actually say something he just is very he, the second he sees the phone, he just wants to chew on it. And he'll stop talking and he'll want to chew on the phone. But anyway, it was. I'm telling you guys, it is It is. Crisp, it's, it's, actually, it's, it's nuts, man. It's crystal clear. It's so cool. I'm also trying to get him to say Sky Guy. Yeah. Which is probably hard. That's yeah, a, that's a hard thing. thing. That's a hard thing to say. He has trouble with hard consonants, I think. Hmm. And um, what were we trying to get him to say today? We tried to get him to say something. Oh, oh, show me the baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Speaking we gotta get into this. Of, it's almost ten minutes. Oh, in. <laughs> the title of this episode, by the way. Oh, yeah, yes. we haven't even talked oh, about it. the good, on. the bad, and the baby. Because <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Mandalorian. We haven't, but between us, just privately, we barely talked about the Mandalorian. Yes, yeah, so this is some original content. Here we go. But real quick, wait. Oh, okay. Let's just talk about the Clone Wars trailer because. Oh, okay. It was yeah. fairly epic. Yeah. <laughs> fairly epic. Fairly. Colin, oh, Colin's got, you know, you're t- almost 20. So Whack. Clone Wars was on right in your sweet spot. Mm. Star Wars indoctrination age. And you, it's near and dear to your heart. Like, I love it too, but I think it's more nah, like. You can't compete. You, you don't know. You, you don't know. and also my daughter Delaney, like they would watch Clone Wars together and it would just be on in the background all the time. Just would, they'd be playing other stuff, but it would still be on. Anyway. What did you think of the trailer? Oh, what stood out to you mm. as the coolness? Oh man, you love the music. Actually, you were like, I, yes, yes, I, I really, yes, I love that trailer music. That was really cool. It was way better than the music than the first one. I thought. Even, well, you mean the, the one fir- we saw at Celebration? Yeah, but that I just remembered. Like that was, it's like beautiful though, in a way. I don't even remember what the music was at Celebration. It's it's um it's the trailer music from. Force Awakens. N- mm, no, that was the one that I saw at Comic Con, like oh a year and a half ago. Okay, that was yeah, a long I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting them confused. That's the problem. Uh, I think. Well, I mean, honestly, man. Anyway, la- let's last, just talk about the trailer. Just yeah, now. the last, the last shot, man, with with Maul and Ahsoka. Like, how can you not want? Like that gets you hyped. That got me hyped. It got me hyped. It, too. I was hyped, and then I saw like that side shot with like the battle happening in the background in the throne room. And I was like, oh, 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 it's about yeah. to go down. Yeah, but, it's about to go down. Um, I also think it's interesting that the clone. I, I don't remember which clone, and I'm gonna get. I feel like I'm gonna get shot for not knowing who says it, but I I, I don't think it was Rex, but one of them. Um, he's talking about how like this very existential question about how like. The war is the reason that they exist. Right. That's like... But they feel... Have complicated feelings. Like, see, as a kid, like you were talking about with me and Delaney watching the show as kids, I don't don't think neither neither of us 
really understood like the weird existential crises. Oh, no, you wouldn't. You just like crises, crises, crises. Sorry, yeah, crises. But now, like, I mean, even when we were just watching it upstairs with fives freaking out, you remember mm-hmm. when we were watching it upstairs? We just we just watched the episode of when uh, in the in the Spoiler additionals. Alert, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, can we can we not say this? We were watching the episodes in season six okay, with yeah. fives and the. You know, him knowing stuff that he just shouldn't know. Yeah, it, I don't know. Like, when you when, when you watch The Clone Wars and you look at it from the clone's perspective, you see, you, you understand, at my age now, I understand, like, there's so much existentialism yeah. embedded in that plot. You know what I mean? Like, in the plot. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fact that the trailer highlights that, that, that tells me that they're going to get into it. That's what that tells me. It's and I'm looking very much forward to that because like I care about those characters a lot. So I really like the clones. So He is very... Um, you're a clone guy. I'm such a clone guy, man. Delaney is a Anakin Obi-Wan guy. Oof. Man. I am a Mandalorian guy. Everyone's satisfied. Well, I so, like the Mandalorians. Okay, don't get me wrong, but... I know. But, like, if you had to pick one thing in the Clone Wars that was, your, like, your probably favorite clones, yeah. aspect, yeah, that's probably what we would align with. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sure. That, that, like, glamour shot of Obi-Wan where it, like... It's, like, slow and you, like, slow turn... It's, like, smoke and it's, like, uh, I tweeted the other day, I'm, like, um... How hot are cartoons allowed to look, and is this legal? <laughs> oh, that's that's weird, but no, oh, well, I mean, okay, okay. That is a I see you. Come on, I see you. That's a good I, shot. I got you. I see you. It's funny. Um, but my, okay, you asked me my thoughts. Maybe I continue. I I don't know what else. I'm looking forward to seeing Ahsoka again. Oh yeah. And that other character. I don't know if they're gonna be like other characters. buddies. Um, there's a there's another character talking to Ahsoka in the trailer. Asking kind of like, why would you ever quit being a Jedi? Oh, right, the new characters. Yeah, I don't remember their names, but yeah. they're the. I think they. She meets them when she's. Oh, I didn't on, know there was more than one. She's on the. Le- there's. I think they're siblings. There's oh. two new characters. I'm. I'm trying to remember from Celebration. Mm-hmm. I think they're siblings, and she meets them when she's like, running around Coruscant in the underworld. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. How many? I don't even know how many episodes we're getting. Is it like ten? Something like that. I have no clue. Oh, no, wait. No, they said so. I forget. I think they did say 10. Actually. I forget. I think they did say 10. Whatever it's going to be, it's not going to be enough. And it's I'm just... also looking forward to uh, that new... I know you just said I'm a clone guy. This has to do with clones. Uh, I'm looking forward to that new squadron to come in. Oh, the red one. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> wait, the red one? I think they're... Not the ones they're armors. painted like... Ahsoka? Oh, no. Well, that, yeah, that that's super cool. But I was referring to, like, the, I forget their names. I'm, I'm butchering all this. I really haven't been looking enough into it. I'm sorry. The death, uh, the, the, they've talked about it at Celebration. There's, like, the squad of four clones that are coming. They're all, like, special troopers, but they're, they're like, defective. Oh, the Bad Batch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm high, very And just, be, just to be clear, like, I've never watched any of those incomplete, Clone Wars episodes, so I don't know basically anything mm-hmm. about the Bad Batch or what happens, or and I just, uh, you know, I, I at this point I'm like, well, I'm not going to look at it now. I want to be surprised. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what their deal is, other than that's that good. They might have defects or something. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why would they, they do? That's why they're 
that's well their thing is that they're only they specialize in like one thing they're kind of like okay, don't tell, i just said i don't want to know don't tell me oh i thought you gathered that from celebration <laughs> no no no, no. Oh, okay. i don't know anything and all if right, i did right. i forgot because i'm senile and i already forgot about it all right but um and i think we're looking forward to kevin kiner and his scoring yeah 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 man oh he's the original right yeah yeah and man. he did rebels too yeah. So he's amazing. He's, he has the capabilities. Let's just say that. He's really good. So, I mean, I'm just... I'm just. I'm also just excited to hear the voice actor's voices again, man. Like, Yeah. How hyped is that? Darth Maul's voice actor, man? Oh, man. right. Man. What's his name? I, I'm so bad with names. I don't know. But... I can see his face. Handsome lad. <laughs> lad. You know who you are. I don't. You guys all know who does the voice for him. And I'm sh- oh, yeah. Sam... Whitwer. I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. The, the neurons actually fired when I needed them, too. Nice. Good for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm just, yeah. I, I, I know, The battle like, action looks like it's going to be The battle action looks incredible. epic. Yeah. Um, even though that's not even, I'm always giving you crap because you care so much about the battle action. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's so good. I want to see some Mandalore. Just give me some Mandalore. <laughs> it's all I care about. Well, no, we're going to have Mandalore, but then we're also going to have battle action, though. I know, I know. And I know. music. And it's going to be sad. I have a feeling sad. this is going to be... There's no way it ends well. So Mandalorian's telling us that it doesn't end well. Sad. Don't you think? Um... Because they're all now, like, exiled, and now they're kind of almost, like, just, like, talked about, like, a myth almost now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the siege of Mandalore does not sound like a good time for them. Well, who's who's sieging, you know? Who is sieging? I, I, it's, like, the the Republic. It's the Republic trying to take Mandalore back. That's probably what that sequence is with all the the ships. But then, like... I think, like, Order 66 happens, and it's all just freaking chaos, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be emotional. happen? I know, it's going to be very emotional. Do you think we're going to see... That was my last question. Do you think we're going to see Order 66? I don't know. I have a feeling feeling we are, and it's going to be awful. I can't, man. I can't do it. Uh, I can't... Because I know... I know. Because, well, we know... this is a rebel spoiler. Am I allowed to sit talk about this? I don't know. I don't know what you're about to say. Give me a hint. <laughs> How do I give you a hint? What? If I give Let's you a hint. Let's just not talk about it. Okay, just, dang it. No, don't talk about it. All I'm saying is if I, if I got to see my clones, like, the ones that we get to know have to kill each other, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be mad. Or... Well, no, that won't necessarily happen, though. They, they don't, like, turn on each other. They turn on the Jedi. Well, there so are a few that the don't... Defective. That don't follow the Order. <sighs> so, and, you know, we know who they are from Rebels. Oh, yeah, less. that was my kind of but, really into this But, um, I don't know. I'm real scared and also real I'm excited scared, at the same time. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we're excited <laughs> for Clone Wars. That's, that's a given. Yeah, I'm excited to cry. And I intend, uh, you know, if they drop those episodes, like, in the middle of the night, like they did Mandalorian. Also, maybe Darksaber stuff? Sorry, last thing. Darksaber? Maybe? Maybe? Is that a possibility? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a possibility. Cool. Because, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it wouldn't be. But anyway, um, if they drop them at, like, 3 a.m., I probably will 
be up at 3 a.m. that first episode. Nice. Yeah, It'll yeah, be yeah. like Mandalorian. Like, I'll I'll say I'm going to do that every week, but then I won't. For sure. <laughs> I'll just have to watch it whenever I wake up because I can't get spoiled on I mean, anything. I mean, regardless of when you watch, it'll be there. <laughs> I know, but I want to Skype with you, and you're being difficult about it. So. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do about that. Midterms. <laughs> oh, nonsense. I'm blaming it midterms on midterms. are going to be over. Yeah, I know. But By then. I'll be fine by then. All right. We'll try to watch a, at least a couple episodes Skyping together, maybe. Okay, cool. Let's try to do that. All right. Okay. Shall we? The Mandalorian. <laughs> it seems like such old news, but... I know, yeah. We're, whatever. We're, the, we do what we want on this yeah, yeah, here I mean, podcast. We, we, we take it as we... We take it as it comes. Yes. You know. um, even though it's been... 84 years since we've done an episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Again. My bad. It is your bad. But I think we maybe have this remote thing working. We'll see. We'll yeah. test it out in a couple of weeks, I guess. But anyway, um, I wasn't sure how to go about this. Like, what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about... We want to go episode by episode. That seems like it might take for a while. I don't yeah. know. Do we want to just go by stuff we liked a lot and mm -hmm. then versus maybe things we didn't love so much i don't know what that would be <laughs> right because pretty much everything's good i mean i have a couple <laughs> nitpicky things that they're yeah they're pretty nitpicky um it's a dang good show man okay it's let's a just banger of a show it's a banger of a show here's my thesis statement certified here's my thesis statement all right that this show was a huge bait and switch. Can you can you define what that means? You said that earlier, off mic. Bait and switch means like they like, led okay, us we're to believe this. one it was going to be one way. Okay. One thing, and then it kind of was that thing, but also not, and something <laughs> totally not. So that. it's lies, deceptions. It's. This is not going to go okay, okay, the way yeah. that you think. Okay, for sure. All right, now <laughs> I get it. All right. Because from from um, Celebration and the trailers and the pictures that Jon Favreau would post on Instagram right. the whole time during production, which were always um, fan service stuff. Like, look at his weapon it's from the christmas special everybody and everybody got so hyped about it look at the ice cream machine it's actually in the show i have a thought what i just realized baby yoda is never in a trailer it's never of course not it's a, no it was a complete shock but, okay but i've never thought about that until this moment do you realize like how did you not think how about would that? the show have been received if he had that's what i'm saying though here's let me finish that's my thesis crazy. statement yeah okay that it was billed as a remember remember the footage they showed at celebration yeah kim just kicking asses i mean i would have been satisfied if baby yoda wasn't in the movie and the show but but think back to before you <laughs> I'm knew thinking, I'm, i know that's what i'm trying you didn't to know do. anything about that yeah it was it was served up on a silver platter of nostalgic easter eggs and look at this guy he's mm -hmm. yeah he's a He's going to kick everyone's asses. <laughs> yeah. He's got this weapon. He's shooting troopers in the face. Like Yeah. Rambo. 
the the scene that they showed if i'm not i wasn't at the panel because i'm not special <laughs> enough colin was but, but wasn't yeah, i can explain what i saw wasn't the scene of of the imperial it was like them it was mando and the imperial in his office like he was what do you mean by the imperial the, Werner Herzog. Oh, uh, yes, that was it. Yeah. Okay, so... The exchange two, that they have. Like, a couple of dudes talking about... You don't know ...violence, what. and a bunch of troopers looking violent. Like, it was... You get what I'm saying. Yes, yes. You knew. You thought you knew what, we, what you were in for. And with, obviously, an extreme Western vibe. Yes. Extreme. Yep. And samurai stuff thrown mm-hmm. in for good measure like everything masculine you can possibly think of <laughs> is yeah. what they were showing us no romance no except for one thing at which i screeched immediately when they showed the razor crest oh man here we go <laughs> the very first time i saw the razor, razor crest here we go. I have, an, I have a problem, okay? You My problem really is... It's not... And now I have that problem. <laughs> it's not good. It's like an infection. I see wombs everywhere. <laughs> Uteruses, uh, wombs, uh, eggs. Yeah. All of this stuff I see in subtext all the time, everywhere we go. Everything I watch, I see it. Can I so, ask you a question? So now, so now oh, I've... Sorry, I keep going. Colin... I've passed this along to him because every once in a while I'll just be like, womb, spotted, uterus, <laughs> spotted, yeah, egg yeah. reference, spotted. And yeah. he's just like, mom. <laughs> Ugh. And now he sees it everywhere too. Okay. So we see this kick-ass ship, which by the way, total, totally like, le- ooh, sorry, totally legit um, that it looked like the old gunships, EU mm-hmm. gunships, like Mandalorian gunships. Right. But tweaked just a little bit so that the second that I saw it, I'm like, well, that's a uterus and ovaries. (laughs) I mean, it really does look like that. Like, come on. Come on. You know what I mean? And at first I was like, oh, my God, it's a uterus and ovaries. And then I was telling everybody and they were laughing at me. I'm like, okay, maybe it was totally unintentional. Uh -uh. Because look at the look of this show. It is so Mm hyper-masculine. But... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's not going to be. Maybe this is a total bait and switch situation. You thought this episode one. Beforehand. This was at Celebration when I was like... Dang. I, I don't know. It's a uterus, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Yeah. So, flash forward to episode one. <laughs> and I'm watching it and I'm like... Yep, this is a Western. Yep, look <laughs> at him. He's walking into the cantina. Yep, the little yep. the door, you know, the circular door yep. opens just like swinging doors would open in a saloon in a Western. Like, yeah. This is such a Western. <laughs> so cool, man. <laughs> the tropes. It's but, really interesting. And, you know, and then they're dropping in the Easter eggs. Um, the guy that plays the flute to call the taxi cab or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him. He's yeah, there. So funny. And, like. Greek. Greek. Yeah. Why you just say Greek? It's mythology based. That guy? Yeah, like the flute summoning the. It has to do with Hermes, but. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, whatever. Just keep going. Well, yeah, well, that's another topic we have to talk about. All the Greek mythology. Anyway. Anyway, this is all going on. The guy's name 
I also appreciated the the guy that he picks up at the very beginning for a bounty. Yeah. His species is called a mithril. M y t h r o l. What the mithril? They're not even trying. So that gave me a little. <laughs> I was like, oh, hmm, interesting. And then you know, there's just Easter eggs everywhere. The carbon freezing and the just we're getting hit in the face with a lot of That's ridiculous a it's lot everywhere. of easter eggs um but then okay what was i even talking about oh so then by the time he gets to the armorer armorer <laughs> the rural juror <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's really hard to say it is i wish she say. had a name yeah. So yeah. I didn't have to say that word constantly. I mean, Armor. she does. I'm sure we'll, we... Eh, maybe not. Maybe we won't figure it out. But I'm sure she does. Um, So she's a woman. And I'm like, okay, here's our first female in the story. Basically, it took a while to get to her. But with a highly masculine side. Yeah, but her, her mask, though. Yeah. Right. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like the owl. It looks like Athena. It's like yeah. a, a clear mm -hmm. Athena reference. Yeah. But Athenian also Hephaestus. Because mm -hmm. she's a blacksmith, basically. So but cool. anyway, I'm mixing my, my stuff here. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to focus. I'm trying to talk notes. about like this. <laughs> the, because I suspected quietly from the fact that his ship is a giant uterus and ovaries <laughs> that this show was going to be about a hyper-masculine character incorporating the feminine. Mm. And just purely from that ship, Based, honestly. And quite in tandem with the themes that we discuss on this <laughs> on this podcast. So, Which um, is really what I thought Rise of Skywalker was going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also. Like, I thought it was going to be a whole package deal. Yep. And then Fallen Order... Yes, yeah. There was a lot exactly. of that in that, yeah. too. So I thought this was just going to be like a barrage of uh, incorporating femininity yep. theme in all of this right. stuff. Anyway. Um, so, uh, long story short, I'm loving, I'm loving episode one, and I'm like, okay, but I'm not really sure that this is actually what's going on, because... Mm. So far, the only feminine vibe we got was the armorer, who happens to be female. Right. But really, like, there was really no feminine vibe. Right. <laughs> not, just, not really. Other than no. her looking like Tina and whatever. No. So then um, we get to the curl and his blargs. Oh. <laughs> and he wait, happens wait, to, like... Huh? Quill. No, Cruel, cruel, cruel. It's quill. No, it's not quill. Is it not quill? It's not quill. It's K R U I L L. I'm looking this up. Keep, keep going. I promise you, it's K R U I L L. I'm looking it up. Keep going. I swear to God. We, get, <laughs> we just watched it. <laughs> we get to the blurgs, and he drops the knowledge that they're all female, and I was like, oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep takes a little while we you know we meet ig11 who i instantaneously fall in Ooh. love with and then i get really scared that he's gone forever because he sort of died bye-bye <laughs> but <laughs> but his yeah. intro is but it's fine his introduction is sick he's he's the best and he keeps so talking about his heart exploding too it was like i'm gonna self just like and it's like where his little heart would be i was like oh. 
Something's happening in the show. <laughs> something's happening. Something's happening. Okay. So that the time by the time we get inside to where the asset is, mm. and they show that freaking egg-shaped thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see. What I you're see saying. the egg-shaped thing. She sees the egg. My jaw drops open. Like, what is this? <laughs> There's an actual. Egg. My mom starts clutching her pearls at this moment. <laughs> There's an actual egg. And of course it opens. And there's a baby in a it. A wee lad. An actual baby. Yeah, man. And yes, it was four o'clock in the morning, but I was pretty loud in my <laughs> exclamation of what the F Didn't we watch is it together? Happening? No, it was in the middle of the night. I was by myself. What did we watch together? Oh, the trailer. trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway. Sorry. But, so yeah, like, craziness. By the end of episode one, I was running laps around the house. Like, this <laughs> is what it is. It's my jam. It's, it's my about jam. him caring for a child, this uber-masculine figure that we've been shown so far super uber-masculine. I think there was one shot in one of the trailers with that lovely widow lady um that's in a later episode like that was in the trailer him and that lady and Cara Dune obviously we knew was coming oh from episode three yeah and we knew Cara Dune was coming or four but it didn't seem like no it was not he was was gonna have a squishy relationship with her it did not it was not presented that way and honestly from the trailer him and the widow I'm like oh my god they're gonna kill that widow off and he's gonna go off and be so upset and probably Mm. go kill a bunch of people out of Mm. rage (laughs) whoa how wrong I was oh yes very very wrong because the opposite of what happened it was the opposite of what happened (laughs) so all of this to say the show is a huge bait and switch no one's complaining (laughs) no one's complaining because it's so well executed oh yeah and they knew with that baby there was not going to be a single person that is going to yep. be like, this show's just about being warm and cuddly and squishy. Because it's not. Like, they balance it perfect. It's very good. They balance it perfectly with the action and the Easter eggs. Like, I've come close a couple times to rolling my eyes at a couple of the mm. fan service Easter eggs. Like, but, what, like what? Um, oh, gosh. Let me think about what bugged me. Yeah, sure. Because I, I don't know of any Easter eggs that I was like, bro. What? Well, just going to Tatooine kind of got on my nerves a little bit. Yeah, like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Really, we're actually going in the cantina. Really. <laughs> Wait, does he? Yes, he oh, does. Man, I don't remember that. Dang it. That was that episode with um. Uh, 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 uh oh gosh, darn it! What's her name? She was on. Uh, oh, oh! It's know, when, it's talking, when it's when he comes in the and voice lands, of Mulan. and that's when he meets that other guy who like he's the trying to do guy. a bonnie with. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. right, 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 right. Okay, totally forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. The only the only thing that didn't make me roll my eyes about that was that it was kind of funny that he went into the cantina and it's now being run by droids, whereas the yeah, droids right? were not allowed in there before, and <laughs> yeah. now it's literally being run by droids. That's funny. That that's was kind of that was kind of amusing, but yeah. still, I'm like, do we really always have to go? Like, don't get me started on going back to Tatooine. <laughs> Oh, please. No. We, we we have six hours logged in this podcast about why going back to Tatooine's bad. All right. We don't need to go into this. So, But I will just say the Mandalorian did it better. Oh, yeah. 
I, I mean, can we can we not talk? Completely about hated it in the movie, so of course the Mandalorian I feel like did it better. Mm-hmm. But I don't really feel like they needed to do it at all. To be yeah, honest. I agree. It could have been any other planet. Honestly. It really could have been. Yeah. So that's that one kind of made me go. Uh-huh. And let's thank God that that aired before I saw the movie because if it had aired after I saw the movie I would have probably thrown something at my TV because I was so <laughs> anti-Tatooine now no. no okay well anyway um I feel like that was the big one where I was like guys really yeah that Tatooine is that necessary hmm. um should I share my experience watching that first episode yeah well so I remember you distinctly. I remember distinctly you texted me after watching the first episode. Oh yeah, I, I watched it the next day, I believe, oh. the following day. Um, I was on your case because I was like, "You're gonna get spoiled. You are gonna get yeah. spoiled. There is yeah. no way people are gonna be able to keep this under their hats. It's too big. It's too weird." And I think people did actually for a little bit, but anyway. Um, so I went to my the music school. And I went up into the composition lab, and in the composition lab, there's a bunch of Mac computers to compose with. And I sat down, I logged in, and I went to Disney Plus, <laughs> and I turned it on, and I watched it. And what I remember distinctly you telling me is that you're there's going to come a moment, or something. You said something to the variation of there's a moment in this episode when I literally, when my mouth dropped <laughs> and you said something like, I want you to take a picture of your face and send it to me. And I'm like watching the whole episode. And you know that, that the, the, the surprise happens at the very last, very last minute. second. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, this is just a Western. Like, I'm watching. It's super fun. I think IG Eleven super cool. It's like maybe that's the part she's talking about. I don't know. But then the thing opens up, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? You know, I'm trying to." In yeah. your best Darth Vader. Yeah. What? What? Oh, that was um, pretty good. Yeah, I was, I was, I was shocked. And then like IG Eleven dying was also just like a turn in emotions. I just became like really sad in like a second. So it was a, it was a crazy experience, um, but I did the same thing to your dad and Delaney too because yeah, that, I was yeah, like yeah. everybody ended up watching it separately, which annoyed me. But <laughs> um, we all ended up watching it separately. I think my husband was traveling, and mm. he didn't even get to watch it till he got home, and I was very worried he was going to get spoiled because it was a couple days. Right. Yeah. But I insisted on both of them like. I want to watch you watch this. Yeah, that's what you said. That's, you said you did that with them, and you wanted me to take a picture of my face. And both of their faces were like <laughs> exactly oh. what I thought. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what? <laughs> and yeah. thank goodness nobody... Like, okay, here's my one thing. Like, that did not leak, per se. I know. I know. Someone showed me an article... A few days before it, the episode one came out, and it said something about we're gonna learn more about Yoda's species in the Mandalorian. I'm like, what is this? This is BS. What? No, we're not. <laughs> oh wait, what? like what? I did. I completely right. forgot about it. That's good. Well, like, if I, I had been told that, I would have been mad. I mean, it was. I don't even remember where what it was from. Like what website it was from. But hmm. I just completely blew it off. Like this is dumb. No, we're not. And. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh... But I, that's me being senile, though. Even after that happened, 
after everybody had watched it, I said something like, I can't believe this didn't leak. And that friend was like, well, I sent you that article. I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. You did. <laughs> and like, P.S., stop sending me spoilery yeah, articles. I, that's what I would say to my friend. Like, yo, don't send yeah, me that. Yeah, don't send me that. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's astounding to me with all those people working on that show. Like, think of the number of people that have saw that thing. So many people. Yeah, it's nuts. And it didn't leak. All those extras. And yet, Rise of Skywalker's entire plot leaked 8,000 <laughs> years before the movie came out. I don't even understand it. That's actually so funny. I did not notice that. I just... That's true. It's so bizarre to me. <laughs> How is this possible? Security's just not doing their job. I don't know. Over there. I don't know, but thank God it didn't leak because it was the biggest... Oh, that was great. It was a great surprise. moment. Surprise. Yeah. And like I said, I'm like, there it is. The egg with the baby in it, and they're riding around inside a giant uterus and ovaries, <laughs> and he's getting the feels for this cute little baby, and he's walking around in his armor, and he doesn't even care because he loves a baby now. <laughs> it's yeah. the best. It's very good. It's so good. It's very cool how it took the turn. So. The bait and switch. Should we just, like, I don't know, you want to go episode by episode? Because then the second one, well... You want to talk about the Imperial. I asked I asked you earlier, what's, who's your favorite character? Oh, I don't know if I really can talk about that, but... Who's your favorite character? Um, my favorite character is... The, the Imperial. Imperial. Yeah, but I don't know if I can necessarily have a conversation about why I like him. It's very specific why I like him. I like him because he's an extremely different character. Extremely straight different. Straight up. Yeah. Execution, acting style... Just character presence. Plus, it's Werner Herzog. Like what? Yeah, that accent. <laughs> the what accent? It's just they like they got who? <laughs> the that first ep- he he's brought in like near the end of the first episode, right? Or no, it's like it's halfway. In the middle, it's like halfway. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I was watching that show, watching the first episode, and I was like, okay, this is like really cool. But when he got on screen and he was acting, I was like. This dude's my favorite. Like I knew like the first episode that he was gonna be my favorite, and he is still. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a different, he, he establishes the style, I think, of, of that episode, of the show, kind of in a way, like his, his, like, the difference that he brings to the series. There's really no other character in Star Wars anything like him. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that I, I'm saying, I think maybe the reason I like him so much is because he gives, he to me gives that show like a very distinct vibe. That's kind of what I think. It's a, it's a, it's some kind of special brand of gravitas. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, he brings he brings that. So, yeah. and as a villain, like normally we have these villains who are no. Oh, a perfect way to explain it. Per- yes, I know what you're about to say. So, Belloc from Indiana Jones. Oh, That's Belloc. why I like him because he is. In, an intellectual Quiet. and he understands the other side that's kind of like what i think not the other side but he understands like what's the, what's the word i'm looking for he has like clairvoyance kind of about the situation kind of maybe in a way yeah yeah and he kind of like belloc with indiana jones and indiana jones hates him like he's just through and through he hates him he refuses to look at him as a, as it's an adversary shadow. of any kind yes exactly it's his dark side yes it is um, but what's interesting about Belloc is that he kind of admires 
Indiana Jones, right? He says it mm-hmm. plenty of times in the movie and respects him actually quite a bit. I think I, I'm never I'm never gonna remember this dang character's name, but I think he kind of treats the Mandalorian in that way. They don't. He doesn't have a name. They just call him. The oh, Imperial. he doesn't have a name. They call okay. him the Imp. Okay, cool. Mostly. So okay, well, I, I, I that is how That's I feel. That's cool too. Like he's a man yeah. with no name, also. Mm-hmm. So is, the is that put it into perspective? Do you feel that? Yeah, I like that comparison to Belloc. I never even really thought about that, but yeah. He's yeah. just a quieter, he just tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. You're right. He sees everything exactly for what it is. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude. <laughs> dude. Do you, do you look around you. Like, does this look any better to you than what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Of course not. It was so much better under the under the Empire. Uh, why are you even, like, arguing with me about yeah. it? It was better. Yep. And then Joel me the baby. Yeah. I mean, and also I think... Like, when I look at him, I don't see... Okay, I don't even... I couldn't... I can't even characterize him as being a villain. Because, yes, he's working for the Imperials, but, like, what about him is truly evil? I don't... I don't... Like, I think Moff Gideon is evil. Okay, but that's we still don't know what they want... I guess, yes, we don't know. For. Yes, that's true. We don't know. We really don't know. Like, yeah, maybe I take that back. Maybe he'll turn out to be, like, a terrible person, but... I mean, I just think he. From I the find moment that he was fascinating, though, that we don't know what their motivation is. That really is very don't. fascinating. Yeah. Maybe but, they don't want to do anything. Maybe they just want to make sure that he, that kind of power doesn't get to, mm-hmm, in the maybe. hands of the. Uh, uh, what am I thinking? The word I want. The Senate. Oh, okay. You know, maybe, maybe they're just like, maybe they are. They know he's forcey. Yeah, they know. Whereas a lot of people in that story don't seem to understand know what that is. What the force is. Yeah. Like the only people that like Mando has no idea what it is. He's mm-hmm. never even he's shocked and has yeah. no idea what's going on. Right. So the only people who the only people that seem like they know are the armor and somebody else says something to him like, Oh yeah. Um, I've seen this kind of thing before. Oh, yeah. Someone says that. I can't remember now who it was. Darn it. Yeah. Was it Krill? 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 Maybe. He's, he knows a lot, so... Well, Gideon obviously knows, because he's like, you don't even understand what you have. You yeah. think you know, but you don't understand. Yeah. And they never, ever say, like... Well, okay. Let me take that back. <laughs> because the imp does say, we want him here. We want him brought back alive. But clearly he's told the other bounty hunters, go ahead and kill it if you have to. Yes, that's interesting. So it's very weird. Like, yeah. what's... Uh, that? That is one thing that I'm confused about still to this day about that show. Like, what? why would he tell Mando, bring him back alive if you really, really can, but, you know, if it's dead, we'll give you less money. Mm-hmm. But then he clearly told IG-11, no, just kill it. There, that's the mo- that he's just well, trying to kill it, right? And all those other bounty hunters too. I didn't it think It seems about like that. maybe I'm wrong. Well, weren't well? Whoa, wait. They he he did the the Imperial didn't send IG Eleven. Yeah, he did. How do we know that? Because I think uh, grief. What's his face? Um, tells him. Mando says, how many people did you send after this 
asset and he says all of them all i sent all of them and you're the only one that brought him back yeah so they were all after the baby huh they all were well i got they all had the little tracking fobs that mysteriously yeah somehow find people in the entire galaxy (laughs) yeah (laughs) man don't you dare start talking about technology and it's Okay, I'm not going to talk about technology, but I would kind of generally maybe like to know how that works. I mean, just a little bit. I don't know, man. Tracking metachlorians. How about that? Hmm? I know there's a chain Hmm? code associated with the number with the fob and the person that they're after. Perhaps, yes. That's what they kind of say in the show. But I'm like, okay, we're never going to be told how this works. All right. I can accept that. That's fine. (laughs) For sure. I guess that's fine. Um... Okay, so I I love that character as well. There's I, there's really no character in the show. Yeah, that there I really was is like, no character I don't care about. Be yeah, gone. I like all of them. Um, but number one on my list has to be the armorer. Armorer. <laughs> the armorer. <laughs> please give her a name. I'm begging you guys. Please, I can't say armorer. I really have. Okay, a hard get time. over it. It's armorer. Armorer. We're past this. We're but past I really this. can't say it. It's like that. You know that one planet. That I can't say? Um, the word that I can't say? Mercury? Yes, that one. <laughs> I can't say that word, guys. Don't make me say it. I won't do it. <laughs> Armorer seems to be one of those words. But anyway, we've already talked about her a little bit, how she's just pure, Sick. solid mythology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> top to bottom. Yeah. Ugh, I love it so much. She walks around knowing she represents Greek gods. Let's just say she that. does. She knows she represents the entire wisdom and knowledge of that entire creed of people. It's up to her. Mm -hmm. Like, if she doesn't make their armor, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to perish. Yep. So she's basically the wisdom, you know, Athena Mm -hmm. reference, and, and Hephaestus making all their armor for them all the time. And kind of Ares. In what way? I mean, we see her fight. In that scene. Oh my god, do we see her fight. So, I'm saying. God, that's the coolest freaking scene. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. She's just kneeling there. Yeah. With her tools crossed like a freaking pharaoh in a tomb, mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for those idiots to yeah. come in <laughs> yeah. so she can crush their skulls. Yeah, it's, man. It's the best. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the most Mandalorian. Oh my god, she's the most Mandalorian. <laughs> the ever Mandalord. Yes, the ever Mandalord. That's good. I love that character for sure and you know like i said she knows oh yeah i've heard about these people the people that can do this and there were these wizards that that yeah. crushed us basically but you're gonna have to take him back to them now because those are his people and yeah mando's like you want me to what now yeah wait here's a question and plus it comes her it comes out of her mouth first this is the way oh uh, yeah 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 is she the first to say that she's I'm almost positive she's the one that says that. That's, yeah. This is the way. Yeah. Because she is the way. She is the way. Oh, God, I love her. Um, do you think, okay, this is a thought that I had about that whole point of the story. Do you think it's a good idea to bring this baby to the Jedi? Because I know your opinions on the Jedi, and I think they do too, with the people listening, so. Well, and especially at that point, it's Luke. He's the one running the Jedi show at that point. I guess, yeah. So, what 
what? Like, he's going to be hmm. looking for Luke now? Is that what's going to happen in season two? Well, wait, let's not get to that yet. Let's yeah, not whoa. speculate season two yet. <laughs> let's get through season one first. Sure, yeah. How much um, we got here? Huh? How much we got here? Well, I don't know. We're just kind of jumping around. But, um, oh, okay. yeah, the armor, I just basically would marry her on the spot if she asked me to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm in love with okay. her. Okay, yes, we, we got that. Uh, oh, and just today, how I actually realized oh my gosh he went to see her three times mm. which is you know a biblical number yep. a mythological number of significance third he day. goes to see her three times the third day the third day the um which apostle denies jesus three times uh peter well wait isn't I it, think it's peter isn't it it's not uh What's the, who's the one who like betrays betrays him? That's Judas. It's not him. No, no, no. Oh yeah, you're right. And then he cries in the in the garden. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, I got you. I got you. I'm there. I'm there. Eight thousand years of Catholic Stop school, it. and we Stop can't it. remember. Stop it. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Anyway, it's just a it's a significantly important number in you yeah. know religion and mythology and stuff. So I just kind of realized today he went to see her three times, and oh, and the other thing I really am was taken aback by when he would go to see her and she would be forging more armor for him mm -hmm. the um the noise from that kind of triggered a sort of a ptsd with him yeah is that like the first time you noticed that you, you no no, no it's not okay, the first yeah, time i noticed you, yeah, it's just okay, i, I really liked that yeah, how yeah because it was a very clever way for them to put flashbacks in to show yeah, what happened to him and how the mandos came and rescued him yeah Oh, and the other I also thing. like how the flashbacks build on each other. Yes, that's, that's amazing. So cool. Super battle droids. <laughs> man, I like how they look, man. They look so cool. Let me just flashbacks. tell you, the other thing that this show does better than episode nine is prequel oh. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, those super battle droids blew my mind. Yeah, man. They just, you know, you know, they're droids. You've seen them before, but for some reason, how they're presented, cool. they're so scary, scary, but also Cylons. the fact that they're even in it, <laughs> they look like, yeah, Cylons. they do look like Cylons. They feel like Cylons. They do. Yeah. Just the fact that he put prequel stuff in there like that made yeah, my like, heart happy. Like he didn't need to do that. No, he didn't at all. Very. It added such an interesting like flavor. It was mm -hmm. like, what is pungent taste? In my eyes. Dave Filoni. That's <laughs> yeah, a Dave Filoni yeah. saying, you know. And also there's like that ship that flies above in one of the sequences, like one of the bombers. Mm-hmm. So cool, man. So cool. Anyway. So thumbs up for the prequel Easter eggs, especially. Yeah, and, the, and how the Vandalorians that come save them are blue. Yeah, they're Death Watch. Yeah. Is that confirmed? Oh, well, are they Death Watch or are they just House Vizsla? I'm oh, that's sure. what you said. That's what you said. House they Vizsla, House because they had like a sign and a, a signet. I get I I get ahead of myself with House Vizsla because they eventually turned yeah. into some Death Watch yeah. madness. But anyway, mm -hmm. that was ugh. Yeah. Okay. Whack. Just yes. <laughs> yes. Um, just the, yes to all of it. Yeah, um, are we going to talk about the mythology of it all? Well, we kind of, okay, I just kind of sort of touched on that with the yeah, cause armorer. Could go on for days. Really that. could go on for days. There's so much, man. Um, 
what else what like oh Kara the world Kara oh, like... this happened like later we haven't even talked about Kara Dune mm-hmm. Brandon Boylan's gonna punch me in the face <laughs> for not talking about Kara Dune sooner because he is enamored I think a little bit <laughs> okay that's fine Brooke should be worried oh um, oh no no she should just kidding just kidding <laughs> just kidding Brandon ha ha Jeez, funny man. um but anyway like I liked Kara Dune a lot obviously look at her she's amazing and super funny savage and I, I love their dynamic between the two characters it's very good yeah she's awesome but the second we find out uh, yes that her real name first of all Kara Cynthia Dune mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from Alderaan yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, 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 lost yeah. it <laughs> yes dude suddenly like it was like you know the top 40 countdown when the person's like <laughs> And number five with a bullet this week. Yeah. Like, sh- her stock went so high. <laughs> uh, she's now got to be one of my favorites because it's like, oh, sis is out there <laughs> getting revenge. Yeah. All, all Mando has to say to her to get her to help is to say it's, it's, not, a, it's not like a gang. It's the freaking Imperials. And she's like, let's Sign go. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bash some brains. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. the best that they made her Alderanian. It's, it's very cool. It's a so nice cool. touch. Very, very nice. nice touch. Very nice touch. <laughs> and some might say fan servicey in that respect, but that's mm. the kind of fan service that works for me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That I it's agree. like that I mean that I mean anyone can be from And Alderaan, you know? Right. So that's okay with me. Like, not anyone can say, I, I've got a bad feeling about this. You know what I mean? Like but the that's fact kind that she's of like a shock true ex shock trooper. Yeah, and, like, there's nuance to her. Like, yes. it's not just for nostalgic purposes. It's, like, a little, little, tiny spice. Just a, that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice. And also, I just want you to know, I looked up Cynthia as the name origin, because I found oh. it interesting that her name is Kara Cynthia. Yeah. Artemis, goddess of the hunt. <laughs> nice. Cynthia <laughs> was you. another name for her. Not kidding. Oh. Like, I looked it up. Wait. That's... For the character? Cynthia? Her name is Kara Cynthia Dune. They were going to name her Cynthia? No, her name is Kara Cynthia. Oh, okay. Like, that's her full first name. They just oh, call her Kara. Oh, that's a cool name. You don't find out until the last episode or second to the last? Because Gideon has all their rap yeah. sheets, you know, how we <laughs> yeah. find out the Mandalorian's name. We also find out her name is Kara Cynthia. So cool. So I don't know what... It, Cynthia sounds Greek to me, like, yeah, whenever weird. there's Y's and stuff. So I looked it up. You know, what does the name Cynthia mean? And it was Artemis's, another name for Artemis. Well, she is, of course, the goddess of the hunt. That's not even trying. And goddess of the moon. Oh, yeah, I did write that down, actually. Mm-hmm. And her twin brother was Apollo. Yeah. And Which, she... And Apollo was the son, is the son of Athena, I believe. Oh, I thought they were Zeus. No, they're Zeus's twins. But here's the story. Here's the what? here's the oh, story that listen, I'm forgetting. Artemis and Apollo are twins. Okay. Okay. Oh well, that that makes sense. The <laughs> mother, the mother has Artemis first, and you know, of course, they are born like fully fledged humans. They're not yeah. even babies. Yeah. So, this, you know, this is all. I'm reading this. I'm like, well, here's more like, womanly giving birth, uterus talk. She helps her mother give birth. To Apollo, who is apparently was a bad, like birthing Artemis was no big deal. Birthing Apollo was horrific. 
So she helps <laughs> her own mother give birth Dang. to her twin brother, Apollo, represented by the sun. Anyway. Yeah, which anyway. is interesting. That the moon would be born first. Just a little tidbit. The moon would be born first. That's... The moon was born first, apparently. That's interesting. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, because we're talking about, like, the earth and the water and, like, yeah, whatever. But well, anyway, it's just, like I said, when I heard Cynthia, I'm like, okay, what's up with that? That's really cool. I didn't realize that was her first name, though. That's a really cool first name. I know, it is. Yeah. Are you going to add it to your list of possible baby <laughs> names? No. That you're going to try to sneak... I'm going to bully my kid like that. Sneak by your potential wife and nope. be like, how about Cynthia? Not going to do that. <laughs> Not going to do it. It's okay. What, oh. what about Ashla? Don't disappoint me. I really wanted a granddaughter named Ashla. <laughs> That's weird. Why? It's the light side of the force. I know. Your I wife can't... will never know that that's a Star Wars word. Why it sounds like just, a pretty name. Why can't I just name my kid Kyber and get it over with? Hmm? I wouldn't be against it. I'm <laughs> Ky- for it. Kybe. Kyber? Kybe. Kyber's cool. <laughs> I really like Ky? that. Kai? That'd be cool. Kai? Oh, hey. Hey. Right. If oh. Please no one tell... Colin's future wife, unless she happens to be a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. I push that all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this? Marry a Star Wars fan, you'll have more fun. This feels like an intervention. I like this. Can we keep going? <laughs> not an intervention. Can we keep going? I'm just saying, either marry an already Star Wars fan or indoctrinate her before you get married, and you will have more fun. Just trust me. <laughs> okay. Okay. This I know for sure. All right. Okay. I have spoken. I have. You missed an opportunity. Spoken. You're trash. You just missed an opportunity. Whatever. (laughs) Keep going. Okay, so can we just talk about, like, in the big picture, all the things where we are seeing this this incorporating the feminine theme, beating us over the head, like, literally, episode two, The Child, is about... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want to take this all away? This is all you, man. I am not even exaggerating to say I laughed my ass off <laughs> yeah. watching that episode and not because it was funny, which it actually, it actually was it funny. It is a funny episode. But just the, the, the razor crest getting stripped <laughs> yeah. clean by the Jawas. And he's an angry boy. When he is like trying to get onto the ship to take the child back for the to collect his Mm -hmm. bounty and you can tell he's already like ah dang this thing's cute i don't know what to do (laughs) dang and he gets back to his giant uterus and it has been (laughs) completely taken apart the razor crest (laughs) he's not literally flying around in a sex organ um i mean Okay, fine. But, 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 but visually, I, I, you know, but visually, so he's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's so conflicted. He's got this cute baby now and he's already feeling protective of it. And, uh, he's just feeling really conflicted. Yeah. Yes, definitely. He's shooting up Jawas, man. So. (laughs) Rude. Then, like, (laughs) he fights the Jawas and he has to, you know, offer them something mm. and of uh, uh, and they're like suka suka <laughs> and the yeah. words when the words egg popped up on the screen Man. i think i bent over laughing <laughs> really That's we're funny. really going to be this on the nose i actually think when i saw that because i watched it with subtitles the Uh first time and before they even said anything and the egg popped up and like it was repeated like over and over again 
egg, like, egg, egg. <laughs> no, I was just like, why is why she got me right about all this? Why why can't I just find peace? <laughs> oh my gosh! Why can't I escape? Oh my gosh! I'm not kidding. I don't. I was just dying laughing. It was so funny. And then you know they have to, he has to go to the nest of the obviously a female very angry female yes. very angry indeed and battle this very aggressive i like that angry animal. female i like i like how it's like a combination of the walrus and the uh a rhino the right rhi- yes of course I saw or not the walrus what i'm an idiot what the sorry i'm tired <laughs> uh mammoth Okay, well, I saw an article. I did not click on it, but apparently there is some prehistoric animal that looked very much like that thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I can. I don't know. It looks like I've seen that. It looks like something that existed. Looks real. Yeah, it looks very real, which I really like. I think it. I guess it was. I didn't click on that, so I don't know. Cool. That's cool. But um, anyway, so yeah, he's like literally fighting. Mm -hmm. His femininity. His femininity, like he's struggling with. What is he going to do? Because, mm. dang, this baby is making him feel things, and he really doesn't want to feel things. So. You know what? Okay. If you want to talk about the Force's perspective, what is the Force's perspective at the moment? The Force's perspective we're talking about is like whole, the whole... What you're saying, I think, is kind of like also kind of the Force's perspective of what's happening to the Mandalorian. The feminine stuff? Is- him combating... Combat, combating? Uh-huh. His combating his... Or him combating his femininity in that in that fight, mm-hmm. like, and when he's like kneeling there, like just with like this tiny little knife, <laughs> like what, he's gonna die. Yeah. So if we're talking symbolically, and like that is representative of his femininity right mm-hmm. there, which is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Explain to me what that would represent, like. Well, his femininity just the takes force him over. Like, literally saves him. Like, right. The baby, the force, steps in. Like he would be dead. There's no chance. He had no chance at that point. That thing was gonna run him down. Yeah. So, symbolically, I would say, well, that's just it's it's another representation of duality. Like you can't let your you can't let your femininity take you over. You can't let the masculinity take you over. And then the four steps in. There has to be balance. I see. I got you. I got in. you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was wondering if you had a different take on it. I mean, I hadn't even really thought about that, but that would be my yeah. take. Yeah, for sure. But just speaking about like incorporating femininity, I like I was going to talk about the force separately, but you're right. Like that's a representation of duality. Yeah, like in obviously. that moment, there's yeah. like a very clear representation happening. Like his masculinity is going down about to get destroyed yeah dead, dead yeah know, in the water but that's not also because we've talked about this before on the podcast i feel like i honestly don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or if we talked about it like off mic. i know i'm starting to get to confused tell. about those things too. but we talked about how like there's like the ideal balance within the individual but then like the mm-hmm. balance of the universe type of yeah. thing and how they're different and how like it wouldn't make sense for there to be complete femininity because that's not balance. You know right. what I mean? Even though you could look at it and being, oh, that's good, right? Like, the man embracing his feminine side. Yeah, but, you want like, that. But, like, completely is also kind of, like, dissociating. You know what I mean? The, or, uh... Not dissociating, but... Uh... It devalues, I guess, what it means. You know, like, 
You, know, you see what I'm saying? Well, no yeah. one is completely feminine right, or completely but, but masculine. When you're talking about... I, I think it's important. It's important for me to, like, when we're talking about the symbolism of the masculinity and femininity and all of this, that mm-hmm. there's, like, this thing that always makes sure that there's... No, none, none overpowers the other. And right. that's how the, it works so well, and then the force comes in, and, like you said... There's like, the balance of the force universally, and then there's the balance within the individual, which might... Which is not going to be fifty-fifty, like yeah, I like probably. That. It's reflected. It's very like meta in that way. Yeah. And I, I like that. That's all I'm really saying is, in I like I, it. Too. I like it. <laughs> so. I like it too, but again, like, oh my gosh, we're actually he's actually fighting his femininity, <laughs> uh, and retrieving a literal egg from a womb. Yeah. Cave that the Jawas eat. And it's of. furry. Just yeah. like a human ovum is got. Oh, you think? I don't think. I know. Well, it you has, think that that was because it that is a weird touch. It is a very weird touch, and I can't say. Listen, if Rise of Skywalker has taught me nothing else, it has taught me to appreciate my own takes, whether or not these filmmakers are thinking that or not. Well, it's the same with music, you know. It's but obvi- like... but honestly, putting fibers on an egg yeah <laughs> that's what a human ovum looks like like there's no question dang well i didn't know that bio major yeah <laughs> okay there's okay don't, all don't, over. Flex. don't flex all oh, I'm over flexing. the mic i'm flexing all over the place oh jeez. double major double minor and one of those majors was all bio. right man <laughs> relax but you know when you bring that up that actually is a good point because you know this big question that i have about like art in general is kind of Sorry, I don't want to get into, like, my art talk right now, because I know you don't care anything about that. I do, but, but you're going to um, yell at me that we're over an hour already, and we haven't finished yet. No, I'm good. No, no, we're good. Okay. Um, I just want to say, like, we try to analyze... Well, in music theory, for example, we try to analyze these pieces of composers that are not alive anymore. You know what I mean? And back then, like, when Beethoven was around, Beethoven wasn't writing, thinking about, like, form and thinking about... In the way we look at it today. You don't think so? No, I know, I know so, because, you know, he didn't have what we have today. You know what I mean? Form is... The idea of form, in general, is just built on the principle that a lot of people did the same thing, so now we're going to call this a form because it worked so well, and people would just use that formula. Do you see what I'm saying? Back yeah. then. That's all they had. They didn't have internet. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like, how are you going to learn? You're going to learn from the masters. And then it increasingly becomes replicated and then people realize oh wait we can just keep doing this and there's a form to that you know you see what i'm saying okay that's how it started in that way it's kind of like this question of how can you analyze something comment on something artistic when you have no idea what the actual intention was and that i think is where artistic integrity comes in it's that's it's just that you can't there's no way to know that's why it's art. They're really, if, it, if there was a way to know, it'd be an essay. I mean, you can ask them and see well, if they'll tell you. <laughs> there could be a theme. Sure. Okay. But I honestly would have thought this is all in my head if it wasn't for episode two being so blatant about the egg and the female protecting it. <laughs> and again, whether or not they intended that ship to look like what I think looks like an uterus and ovaries Man, i don't look exactly like i don't know front view i don't know if they did or not but damn after episode <laughs> two i would be really surprised if that wasn't at least an afterthought like, right no yeah I oh hey we accidentally made the show like 
that's kind of cool. It fits in with the theme because not only, okay, so episode two is completely obvious. Um, so then he takes the egg and trades it back for his ship covering and he repairs his ship. Mm-hmm. His giant eaters know right. Yes, and he get and they make a big deal about showing those engines like fire. They always up. do that. They always do that. And they always have that shot. Then you know he puts the baby in the ship and they're off. Mm-hmm. And now he's really conflicted because he's got to either take. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna take this baby back where he's supposed to, or or what's he gonna do? He's totally conflicted about it. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's a very interesting. That episode had me like a trillion percent. I was shookened. It really, I was a little shookened. Just like I said, how blatant, blatant the references were. I, I really hope they were intentional because otherwise I sound like a crazy person. Um, but episode three, the sin we get, this is the way. Which yeah. <laughs> instant that's the one instant thing classic. this show is so instant classic. It really is, man. Baby Yoda instant the style. classic. It's His so good. armor instant classic. I have spoken instant classic. Baby this Yoda. is the way instant classic. like everything. But did you already say baby Yoda? I already said baby oh, Yoda. Dang, sorry. <laughs> I missed that. But I mean Honestly. Honestly, man. IG eleven. The IG eleven himself is just an instant classic. In my opinion. And let's just all be clear. There would be no specialness to him if it wasn't for Taika Waititi. Uh, Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Otherwise, he would just be another example of fanservice-y, Easter egg-y type of stuff that really didn't mean anything. But it meant a ton. Because, again, like the whole point of IG-11 was... He's an assassin droid. And then... That Krill reprograms... Yeah, yeah. ...to be a nurse. Yes. And a caretaker. Which, to me, is a very specific... Like, when I when, when we found out that, when we watched, like, that sequence of him being, like, brought into, like, this new life, almost, mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. I was like, why a nurse? <laughs> exactly. Why a nurse? <laughs> Could have been a farmer. To be honest, would have made way more sense if it was a farmer or like a caretaker for the animals. You know, like how does he? It did served... look like he was actually taking care of the animals, also. But well, yeah, but he, that was. I mean, he he was taking care of the animals as like practice to become moral, and I think but everything to, to that, gain ethics. And everything like to, that he was teaching him to do was very human and a feminine. Yeah task so that that's all i'm saying is that seemed meticulously specific meticulously specific again like this can't all be in my head right meticulous yeah that's what i'm saying it like can't that, all be that in my head. but it looks weird but again we're biased we are so, i think so because we talk about this stuff all the time you know what i mean as when we talk about it further of course we're going to reinforce our thoughts and like see it everywhere you know what i mean but don't you find that to be Again, like I do, over I the do. top, blatantly. I obvious. do, I do, I do. That's yeah. I and do. again, like his little heart. Again, like why explodes at the end? <laughs> why is it? Why is it there? You know, why is it there? He's a, it? he's a sweet little Tin Man. Yeah. Nurse, babysitter, nurturer. Oh, that's a oh, that's a great that's a great um uh and. 
an uh, not a metaphor, but an, an allegory, a great allegory for the Tin Man. Yeah, I mean he's a Tin Wizard Man. Of Oz. He's a Tin Man. He's got a heart. Because he was like needs a heart in the movie. Yeah, and oh. his heart explodes oh. in sacrifice, bro, for them to live and for the baby to live. Ooh. Just that's nuts, man. Oh, it's nuts. I'm and so sad. sad he's gone. Yeah, same. Very Dang sad. it. Had to be done though. Really, there's no other way. And that way. whole conversation that they have, where he's like, he's like "I know you're sad. You don't need to be sad. I'm not sad. So yes, I am. Good, I can bro. tell you're a nurse. I'm a nurse. <laughs> it's just so gosh darn cute. It's so good, man. It's so sweet, and so like just another example of this. He's like, I can read your voice. Literal assassin, who is just gonna blow everybody up just to blow everybody up, just because he can't be captured and whatever. That's his mandate, but. At the end, he's doing that on purpose, out of love and mm-hmm. nurturing, and to save the baby. And, oh, yeah, dang and it! The visual so of like John the Baptist, like waiting in the lava, kind of like oh, this baptismal now heavy. Well, it's very baptismal, I think. I guess yeah, it is. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. Oh, man, open your eyes, well, man. Well, I you know you would never know. I went through twelve years of Catholic school. Nope. Because <laughs> I never think of that off the top of my head. It's always it's always subtext and mythology. In my, I think whenever I see someone in water or a liquid of any kind, that baptism has something to do with baptism. Every fire. time. Rebirth. Rebirth, essentially. Not just baptism, or but complete cleansing death. rebirth. <laughs> that, well, is that not rebirth, though? No, it is, because he, he's redeeming himself for being yeah. an assassin droid by saving them all. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, so... It's all just the cycle, man. Yeah, you're right. It, it works that With way, this too. this type of mythology, at least. Um, so then, like, episode four is the one where my one of my favorite new Star Wars phrases was born. Flagon of Spachka. I don't know. <laughs> oh, is that the one with Kara? It's a drink. It's like a, it's like a drink. Spachka is the That's drink. the one when he meets Kara Dune? Yes, and he meets Kara yeah, Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also meets Kara Dune's, like flip side in the very feminine lovely love interest widow with the with the daughter is that the same episode mm-hmm. it's the same episode dude that episode packed so much plot happens in that episode that was it's kind of down on my list yeah same as far as rating the episode it's not that i didn't much. like it I, it, was I, just... it just felt different it felt like an action it, it felt too much action to me i, I really loved but i love myth vibes I loved the duality of Kara uh, um, versus, what is her name? Omera. That's the widow's name. Oh. I loved that, like, you've got this military, Mm -hmm. she will kill you with her bare hands. Totally, yeah. They meet by fighting. Oh, yeah. And this episode gave us the Baby Yoda Yoda drinking tea. Like, that's my new favorite, spill the tea. Meme. Yes, <laughs> that united the country, man. That <laughs> meme, oh my god, it's so funny, man. Everybody woke up that morning and was like, "Oh my god, we have a new number one yep. tea drinking." It's gift so good. Slash it's me. so good. I do like the original Kermit one though. That one, that one is that one's a classic. There's a lot of good ones, but Baby Yoda's my go-to now. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, um, that was really cool because you know, Green Planet. Lots of trees. First planet we see in this show so far that's like beautiful <laughs> and full of life. And there's farmers and there's ladies and there there's like 
Civilization? Well, I mean... Villages, like communities. Communities, yeah. And mm-hmm. farming communities, and they're all, like... They all wear the same color clothing, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting choice. Interesting, Production-wise. Yeah. Like, why is everyone wearing blue? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well... But it's fine. It yeah. Looks, it looked nice. Right. Against the green. But anyway... Jeez. <laughs> very... Pay very much I noticed stuff colors. like that. I noticed... Oh my gosh, colors theory out the wazoo with Oh, them. I pay attention to colors, but like that's a little odd. I didn't pay attention if to If you that, watch it again, they're literally all wearing the same color palette. Okay. All the farmers. Well, I feel like that's the case with every farming sequence in Star Wars, but like Maybe. Eh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Kinda sorta. It's just but anyway, wearing rural colors, very earthly colors. But anyway, continue. But I really I really, really liked the the dynamic between Kara and uh, Omera and how how actually Omera knew her way around a freaking rifle. Like, she actually knew how to shoot, and she was one of the more competent people in the farming village oh, that knew how to fight. Right, right. Yeah. So it was almost like a yin-yang yin type of thing where... She got that circle? Kara's like... A little like, bit of both. Oh, cute baby. Okay. And that's her little tiny... Oh, that's interesting. That's so true. Whereas Omera's like the nurturing mother, but then, oh my God, she can shoot, you know? But then the yin-yang also works with the Mandalorian and Omera. Omera. And then it also works with the Mandalorian and Kara. Yep. I mean, it works. It works everywhere in that regard. That's interesting. Didn't think about that. It's cool. It's like a trifecta. And I was actually really worried that he was going to leave the baby there. I really did oh, not want him. I didn't think he was, but that was gonna um, blow my whole. I thought the dude. I theory. thought the baby was gonna get shot. Oh come on! I know, I know, it's foolish, but I was like, I, I for a brief, I didn't think about it. No way, I did not think a single point that there was no way that that was gonna happen. I, I thought maybe it's gonna actually happen. Like, I did not think it was gone? gonna happen. I did think like. Oh my gosh, he's gonna leave that baby there, and now my whole theory about incorporating the feminine is blown out of the water. Forget it. You just care about your theory being. I right. really only cared about my theory following through, <laughs> oh and I was like, "Oh, thank God, he did. he's got to fly around in that uterus with the baby, or it doesn't work." Okay. Um, and then I think the next episode was the one that a lot of people didn't like, the gunslinger, because that was the one. Um, I can't even remember his character now, but it was the younger bounty hunter. And there was, like, the double cross situation going on. Yep. Although Amy Sedaris was super funny in that episode. She's very, yeah, very um, frazzled. And, like I said, and her pit droids. I love the pit oh, droids, Oh, the pit droids man. are great. Run back, baby. So good. The pit so droids good. are great. But, again, Tatooine kind of bugged me a little bit. But the pit droids were great. Yeah. I loved seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly, um, I really loved... Ming. Ming-Na. That's her name. Gosh darn it. I Is that the... Uh, the Asian-American the, actress. The uh, assassin? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. I really love that character, and I'm going to be real mad if she's Femme dead. Femme Fatale. I'm going to be real mad if Femme she's... Femme Fatale, right? No, she's an but assassin. She, like, swoons the... Well, okay. No. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. Never mind. Um, but jangly boots at the end. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think we've talked about this. Like, who I do you think... I... There's only one answer for me, but I could totally be wrong, but there's only one person that comes to mind, so, you know. Right, but do you, do we think that's a mislead of something? I, I'm sure it is, but, like, I can't guess who it is. You know what I mean? There's, like, so many people it could be. 
My first really? thought was the obvious. Yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. I will actually die. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want that. But I will. My heart will stop. I feel you. It will be arrested. I will be. Uh, the paddles will have to be brought in. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how my reaction is going to be to that. But seeing the armor like being referred, it's going to look better because it's been so long. You know, the, the costume looks cool in the original movies, but like imagine seeing that in 4K. Okay. On the big screen, All right, maybe. Let's, I've I've thought this through a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would it mean to the story? Telling. If they bring him back. Because we all know I have a, an aversion to fan service stuff like that. And, but we okay. also all know... I got this. ...that I'm obsessed with Boba Fett since I was eight years old. I got this, bro. So what would this mean for the story? Would this be a good addition... I got this, dog. ...to the story? Let me handle this. Or not? Let me handle this. I think it would be. Because... Because he's a poser. Think about who? Boba, Boba Fett? Fett's a poser. He's Think about his history and how he's a clone. Yes. He doesn't have a feminine side, really, inspired by a mother, nor really a masculine side inspired by a father because the father was kind of just like a... He seemed like barely with him, like barely connected to him kind mm-hmm. of a little bit. I don't know. And he died close. at a very young age. But yeah, he did die when he was really young. So, he kind of is similar to the Mandalorian, because he loses both of his parents True at a young that. age. that, yeah. Of I course, the Mandalorian's not a clone, no. so there's even less identity with Boba Fett. But also, they make it very clear, like the armor... Or no, no, she doesn't say it. Actually, Mando says it. Mandalorian is not a race. Yeah, right. It's a creed. Right. So So anyone can be take up that creed. So, so the, has he taken that has creed? Has he taken up that yeah, creed? Yeah, I was getting to that. I was gonna get to that, yeah. So that would be cool. Also, there's obviously like he's probably very mad. <laughs> probably very so mad. <laughs> Okay. Do we think what are the odds in Vegas? <laughs> okay. Tell me percent chance you think that's Boba Fett. Out of how much? Well, percent chance. Out of 100% oh. chance. I'm going to say 85. Oh, you really think it might be? Yeah. See, I'm more like 30%. percent mm I don't know that they have the balls to do that. I really don't. I think they do, man. I think they do. They made Baby Yoda. They did make Baby Yoda. They brought the dark saber back. <gasps> we oh, yeah, sorry. talked about the dark saber. <laughs> That's in the future. Uh, uh, okay, but who else could it be? Because I've heard... A walking R2 droid. Like, I'm telling you, man. I've heard... Um, well, people were like, well, it's Moff Gideon. I'm like, is it, though? We don't know that he wears No. Stars. No. It's not him, dude. Um, that's that's dumb. That and, wouldn't be him. And the other person, sense. after I kind of was like, they're not going to bring Boba Fett back, my, the next person that popped into my head was Cad Bane, which would... Oh, dude, that would be so dope. ...be very cool, because we're getting a live-action oh. Clone Wars character. But again, like, Man. what does it mean for the story? Well, I can't remember enough about Cad Bane to tell you, but I'm sure there would be a good reason for having him be He's being a bounty it. hunter, right? Yeah, like the bounty hunter of the bounty hunters. So that one. would play in 
pretty well if he would just have another bounty hunter rival, like a real yeah. intense rival who's yeah. very good at what he does. Oh, dude. And if it's like the same actor. And people would poo. <laughs> oh, I would freak out, man. <laughs> He's so cool, man. He looks cool. Okay, His so voice is cool. So which would you rather have? Cadney? Also, he would be a perfect ad- addition to a Western vibe. Yes, he television would. Television uh, Remember yes, he how would. he like acts and yes. how he talks? Yes, yes, yes. He's yes, even yes. got like the wheat in his mouth. You're right. He's got big hillbilly vibes. Hillbilly vibes. Ooh, okay. It would be a nice stylistic Percent addition. chance that it's Cad Bane. 65. I, I think it's Boba Fett more than him. But you think it's more Boba Fett? Yeah. Okay. Who would you rather? Cad Bane or Boba Fett? If those are the two choices, it could huh. be someone totally different. It's too hard, man. But if those are the two choices... He's thinking. I'm thinking, sorry. He's thinking. I see the gears turning. <laughs> it's hard to choose. Uh, Boba Fett. My initial thought is Boba Fett, so I'm going to go with Boba Fett. You would rather have Boba Fett back I than so, Cad yeah. Bane in live action? Yeah. Ooh, I'm surprised by that, actually. I would have thought you'd pick Cad Bane. Nah. To have Boba Fett back would be like... Oh, man. Actually, it would be crazy if Cad Bane... It would be crazy. I think way. I would rather see him. I know, but like we've seen Boba Fett in live action. Yes, we have. I would be like... <sighs> Like, I would actually be like, what? <laughs> I would clutch my pearls. I would either, But either I would clutch my pearls, man, for different reasons. You know what I mean? I would I would say... My, my email is based on that character, you know? <laughs> I would say, um, if it's Boba Fett, like, literally get the paddles. I won't believe it. Oh. <laughs> if it's Cad Bane, I would be so happy, though. Like, that would be the coolest to have a live-action Cad Bane come on. Yeah, man. Either one, I'd... Uh, uh, God, I almost want Cad Bane more. Well, Cad Bane... Just because it's less... Cad Bane has, like, a bunch of, like, weapons that are cool. Which would also be, like, a nice dichotomy between him and the Mandalorian, because he also has, like, a lot of weapons. So that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Um, uh, Alright, it's not It's not going to be either one of them. Let's just face it, we're going to be totally wrong about it both ways. But but why wouldn't they be added? Like, it's you fun know, to seems... speculate on one I would love... I Okay, it would make... Okay, I'm actually going to say Cad Bane... Because it would make more sense to me if it was Cad Bane. You're totally right about the Western vibe. I hadn't even thought about yeah. that. He, like, perfectly serves that. Yeah, it does. So. But let's just please bring um, Finnick Shan back from the dead. I don't want her to... I like that character. I want more of her. Ming-Na. Oh, sorry. Her character Yeah, yeah, Finnick. totally. She, she's not dead, though. I don't know. Is she? They don't show her moving. I don't remember the episode too well, to be honest. The, the ending. The kid shoots her like betrays yeah, her yeah right I and know that. she doesn't look alive but then well, i think she's dead but then jingle but. boots walks up at the end and we never hear one more word about it for the rest of the season so, like, so. what if she was in cahoots with cabane <laughs> right <laughs> that would make sense to me boba fett. yeah but like why would boba fett be because she's after the baby right what uh, is she even doing oh no no, no she's I not he just has a bounty on her and he's oh right just trying to get into the guild. Yes, yes, yes. That's what it so. is. Yeah. And that's like a big get. Okay, so that was... Um, it's on Tatooine, though. It's on Tatooine. Yeah, but that makes Why would they make it Tatooine and have it be Cad Bane or Boba Fett? It would obviously be Boba Fett in that case. Oh, God, you're right. Why would they do Tatooine? Think about it. Everything about that show you like except Tatooine. Why do you... Th- there's got to be something for oh, that, man. Oh, dang. And there's no reference to Luke. Because that would be the obvious reason. Okay. That 
kind of blew my mind a little bit. I didn't really. I'm <laughs> Connect dumb. these dots, man. Come on. I'm so dumb sometimes. Like, I don't see the The obvious. man likes 2001. He has intentions in everything he does. I know, I know. Anyway, okay, we gotta move on. But All right. So you're voting for Cad Bane. Yeah. I sort of am also. It's not gonna be It's not gonna be either one. <laughs> it's gonna be something else that we didn't even think yeah, of. Yeah. Okay, whatever. um the next episode was episode six, The Prisoner, which is just a good old heist. Yeah. I, yeah. I a lot of people didn't I've heard people say they didn't like this. I'm whatever, like oh, oh my god, I loved it. That episode is so sick. It's so two thousand one. It's so alien. It's alien, it's all the sci fi. Clancy Brown as yeah. a giant indestructible dude. Yeah. Like that was like Hellboy dude. Natalia, what's her face from Harry Potter was mm-hmm. ugh, she was great. Like everyone that dude from Sons of Anarchy, I can't remember his name. But the guy that runs the place. Oh uh, yeah. With totally. the beard. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Like and he's then running that a guy shop, who is fun. apparently a very vulgar Dude, comedian. So funny. <laughs> I've never even heard of him. <laughs> Have you seen his bits? No, I don't know. He anything is about like him. when you say vulgar, his com so his comedy centralizes around making fun of like everyone that's well, his i know thing. you told me i'm like oh and, and that he guy, has I'm no like, filter i don't know who that seeing guy seeing him in like a kid show it's like that alone is the funniest thing and how he's like kind of squirmy and like he's great in that episode like i love his him. voice is that he did not change his voice at all it was just like him it was super and then the weird, cam- that awesome. was like the cameo heavy episode with matt lantner as the guy that they kill whoa dave filoni um oh yeah the crew um the tie fighter pilots right uh, the guy who directed the episode. What? The guy who directed the episode. I know. I can't say his name. I wrote it down. Oh. Fa- I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, Fer- sure. Fer- Yua? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure that's wrong. And then Deborah Chow, <laughs> uh, the pilots at the end, which, yes, corny, but also hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny death. Like, compliment it with They're a funny... just like, oh, there's a gunship. We're blowing their shit up right now. <laughs> like, what are you even doing? Yeah. Great. I it's, thought it was funny. I mean, I think that would that would make a safe place in the sequel trilogy somewhere in the movie. It's just like a small parody bit just in the middle of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's some funny ty- things that happen in the movies. So, I, I think it worked. It, whatever. People not liking it, like... It was a bottle episode. Like, let's be honest. It was a definite bottle episode. It didn't have really anything to do with... But that's why I like it, man. Of everything. I, exactly. Like, I'm okay with an occasional step aside a break yeah an interlude just, just something different heist yeah man i and the droid the droid in that i thought so was hilarious cool. oh oh the droid oh the droid yeah. that was piloting the new one no i actually i liked him until i didn't like him oh really <laughs> yeah because like he was like trying to get baby yoda well that was messed up man and he's a droid he's i know but it's scary programmed man. to be like, i don't like that a jerk i don't like that Anyway, I have no problem with that episode really at all. The cinematography, I, man. I actually loved it, but you know, the direction. I love Alien and I love 2001. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than I that. I was like, it was a visual feast for me. What was the Hal reference? Didn't you say there was a Hal reference in that episode? There wasn't a Hal reference. It was just um, the Hal reference is in Rise of Skywalker. Actually, it's in Kylo's quarters. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the white sorry. room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the white of that corridor like yeah, i was just yeah, like yeah. okay <laughs> yeah and uh john favreau walks around wearing 2001 shirts it, but, yeah. all the time so <laughs> he didn't direct that but who's to say that this 
other guy isn't into it also because anyone who has a a brain a cell in their body with good taste (laughs) yeah 2001 yeah man okay so okay episode seven and eight kind of go together right in that we finally get moff gideon after waiting the whole season i'm like where is gus fring (laughs) (laughs) waiting for gus fring this whole time comes in on this tricked out tie fighter (sighs) I really like how it looks like a normal TIE fighter, though, when it's flying. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And then it lands, and you're like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's happening right now? Yeah, dog. So those two episodes, we get... Show me the baby. Show me the baby. Yeah. <laughs> After... The cool special trooper Luke with outside. the flamethrower. Everyone's dying. Everyone's covered in blood and dirt. Show me the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's how we feel, man. Uh, he's napping. It's fine. It would be quiet. <laughs> it's just funny. It was just so funny. Because he's, his execution is awesome, man. It's <laughs> iconic. He's an iconic character in my eyes. But then we got that flame trooper. Death troopers. Yeah, the death troopers, the flame trooper. With the... Yeah. Can't understand them. Death troopers. Even the grenade. They even, there's, a, there's a part where they throw a grenade. Mm, mm-hmm. It's the same kind of grenade used in Rogue One. So I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. They're kind there of everything. There was so man. much stuff in those last two episodes. Like, my brain the music, hurt. I thought the music was awesome. When like the suspense was building, I thought the, the that pulsing bass motive mm-hmm. that he has, the Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon's I like that. I think that's my favorite theme. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about the music. Well, we're going to get that, I'm assuming. Um, that, yeah. Just that's Those my last two episodes yeah. were killer. And stuffed with mythology. Stuffed with ridiculous. The, the they go, you know, they go back to the armorer for mm-hmm. the third time. Mm-hmm. That pile of just mm-hmm. probably dead Mandalorians because they sacrificed themselves coming out of hiding to help the baby. Like everyone's bending over backwards for this baby. Yep. And they don't even know why. Basically, it's just kind of like. It's bringing it out of everybody in this whole show, how they're just like, we gotta protect the baby. Yeah. We gotta. I know. Look at them. So that's this, I think it's just kind of the idea of, like, purity. They're trying to save the purity. You know what I mean? Like, of life. Yeah. They're trying to Whatever, like, pure life they can find. Trying to keep keep it safe. Literally. Sad losses, though, those last two episodes. Yeah. Sad losses. But, like, I, I think I told you before... I was concerned when they had these big names coming in on this show, big names like Werner Herzog, big names like Nick Nolte and Taika Waititi, who is busy winning Oscars right now. (laughs) A busy boy. They're not going to make it out of season one because you can't nail these people down for more than one season, you know? For sure. And lo and behold, bye-bye all of them. Seemingly, looks like. Um... But that again, that was like a we find out everybody's real name. Yeah, man, that's a cool sequence, name, man. Cara Dune's real name. They like this dude Moff Gideon knows everything about everybody. That's why. That's why he gives me the vibe of Inquisitor, though, because the Inquisitors would do that. They would like use the knowledge that they have about you and use that to their advantage to like break you. That was like their thing. So you think he's an ex-inquisitor? I think he's an ex-inquisitor, yeah. Oh. That could 
he doesn't seem like he's a force user though. Oh, I disagree. I think he does. He I does? think he just saves it. He doesn't. He has that. He has a persona of like I'm better than you just by standing here. I feel like I'm more. But powerful don't you think than you. he would have used it if he no. had the ability? Well. Just because he's walking around with the dark saber doesn't mean he knows. I know, but I I'm just saying like. Do you have to be a force user to be to be an inquisitor? I mean, yeah, I think they all were. They were all ex Jedi. Well, in in Fallen Order though, there were like these special trooper. Oh gee, Inquisition. tell me about Fallen Order that you played without me oh. that I still <laughs> no, am I'll, pissed about. I'll, so there were the Inquisitors, which yes, the two that were in that game, they both could use the Force, and they both had lightsabers. But there were like special; they had like special forces underneath them. Yeah. Who were not force users, but they were like highly like skilled in combat and you know like special. But they forces. aren't inquisitors though; they're just like sub inquisitors. They're called no, they're they're <laughs> called like. I don't remember what they're called. I should know, um, but like I don't I don't know. I I just I get the vibe. I got the vibe the moment he was on screen. Hmm. So I can't deny that. that, you know. I mean, he might be an he might be an ex inquisitor and just not he's just not. Maybe he just doesn't use the force. Showing people that he can use. Closed the force off from the force. For maybe that's an interesting thing actually that I am hoping that we get in this series. I know there's not probably going to be a lot of force use other than from Baby Yoda, but mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I take that back. I don't know. But all I'm saying is we always get like the good guys closing themselves off from the force. I want to see a bad guy close himself off. Why would he do that? If he's I don't know, but bad. don't you think that that could be interesting? That could be room for some interesting character development. Yes, but there would have to be some real motivation as to why they would do that. Yeah. Because the good guys seem to do it out of a conscience. Right. And the bad guys probably don't have much of a conscience. If you're a dark sider. But what if like they were broken at one point? I don't know. I I don't don't know. know. He's a very interesting character. I got the vibe. All right. I'm not saying, hey, who knows? Yeah. But, I mean... And no one, well, okay, I'm only speaking for myself, I guess. How did you pass out? (laughs) Did you scream? Oh. (laughs) What happened when you realized that was the dark side? Oh. Did I watch it alone? I don't remember. I watched it alone. Oh, yeah, I did. I did, and then I came home, and then we, like, talked about then it. we freaked out. Yeah. Um, I watched it alone up in the bedroom by myself because... <laughs> oh, yeah, a bunch of haters. I can't remember why Dan Delaney... They were behind, maybe, and they weren't caught up or whatever, but I was like, Do well, they know who Delaney is? Forget you guys. I mean, I Delaney's my daughter. Yeah. Sister. My sister. Anyway, I was up in the bedroom, you know... Watching my own business. Watching the hell out of that episode was amazing (laughs) as it is. Yeah. No idea that anything else was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I thought that was the end. Yep. I mean, we all did, I'm sure. Let me just make it clear. (laughs) Whoa. The Darksaber is my all-time... It holds a special place. ...number one. And we're talking above Kylo's lightsaber. We're talking above the... Way above the Skywalker saber, as far as I'm concerned. Please, it's so much cooler. The dark saber is my number it's one. It's literally the yin yang weapon. <laughs> it's black and white. I <laughs> screamed like a f- fool. 
<laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it. I'm like, okay, you guys. I you don't even Gosh. have to do this. Like you don't have Stop. to do this. You've got me already on board with oh. this show. <laughs> Take all my money. But how great is that? Because what a perfect lead in two I months know. later. It's so good, man. To the Clone Wars where you know that Darksaber's coming up. Why did Dave Filoni not direct? Alright, let's just not even talk about it. <laughs> I'm that. sorry, I was kidding. I, I know why Please. he did it, but like I was kidding. Come but on. what literally like what I I actually screamed and had a heart attack. What? Oh, what was my reaction? Yeah. I don't know if you're into the Darksaber as much as me. Uh, I mean Are you? It's super cool. But that, not as much as you though. Um, God, I love that thing. It's just freaking cool. I like I like how much turmoil has been caused over that yeah, though. Like that's history. cool. That's something different than any other rep- weapon in the Well, I guess except Luke, uh, Anakin's lightsaber. I mean, but it's like, but that not to that extent. That this thing caused new. wars and like, yeah, it's new. Yeah, I know it's what a, you mean. It's a, it's like American history. The the Skywalker saber is like American history as opposed to the dark saber, which is like right now Chinese history. Like it's thousands and oh, thousands of oh, years old, oh, isn't it? I I don't remember. I know, I know it's been like passed down and that there was a jedi mandalorian it's that made super, it super old yeah it's super old i think and it keeps getting passed down to like the ruler of mandalore and right? it's the only mandalorian jedi that i yeah. think if that's still canon i assume it is because i want to see that oh god i want to see what if they're bringing what if that's like the tie-in to the next phase of star wars movies like we're just gonna tease them with this dark saber because we know that in development a mat- can we just- down the hall at the film <laughs> unit they're talking about that era of the history of the mandalorian jedi can we just talk about era. how happy the mandalorian fans are right now oh my god <laughs> they gotta be like like the people who always go in like groups of 200 people to sell our celebration yeah. dressed in their dressed in the nines man i want to be one of them so I do bad too, but man. i can't deal with so much commitment so much well i'm not saying like i want to be one of them i'm saying like i'm so happy that like those guys are actually getting everything they've ever wanted everything they've ever wanted (laughs) and more man like dang and you know me like i like i said hardcore boba fett fan from age eight yeah loved him immediately well you're a you're a ralph mcquarrie fan since age eight <laughs> i didn't even know here. who that was when i was eight though uh, but I you just, were and you didn't know it you know what I, I mean true i mean i saw that armor i'm like well that's freaking cool i need that action figure immediately <laughs> yesterday yeah. yeah and like this whole, that's what always blows my mind mm-hmm. this entire affair started from one one character design <laughs> basically just yeah the costume yeah man i mean the costume yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He barely talked. Yeah, it's he didn't talk. It's incredible to think about. He didn't talk in episode... Oh, I know he did. A little, but, like, he was cool. Maybe that's... And yes, yes, I know he was in the Christmas special, but, you know... I'm not counting that. I'm counting episode really, five. People really, really... Episode five. ...fell in love with that... Notice integrations, whole, boy. ...whole persona from the movie, yeah. It's incredible to think about when you think about that. It is incredible. This whole culture... Has ties grown. in with the phenomenon that is Star Wars, dude. And then in the hilarious part is... Then they made him not even a, an actual Mandalorian. I know. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. It makes sense, though. It makes sense, though. Oh, my God. It's just the coolest. Yeah. And 
like I said, I feel like this show just balances everything. I agree. Very precariously at times. Like, they, they step their toe over the line with me as far as, you know... Okay, you can chill on the Easter eggs for now, <laughs> guys. You can so just, just chill bask a little in bit. the ovaries and eggs. Yes. And wombs. Yes. Give me a womb at the end of every episode and I will forgive <laughs> Tatooine. Um, okay, so real quick, the force in this show because I'm. Alright, yeah, you take this away. Really, 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 really <laughs> always concerned about that. Um, well, obviously. You know, who even knew if there was going to be force in the force in this show? We didn't. It certainly didn't look right. like it from any of the trailers or anything. Yeah. So, again, that was just kind of a an unknown just from looking at trailers before it came out. And we didn't know for sure that there was any force powers in play until that second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could speculate, I guess, from episode one that, well, why would they want this baby so badly? Obviously, I mean, yeah. It's got to have something to do with the power, force. Power, yeah. So, and we've seen just, just like, act, just like on paper, we've seen him, the healing power was a big new thing. Oh, yes. Um, Huge. We've seen him, Kane and Jairus, the fire away right. from his friends saving all of them and then not only like sa- saving them but blowing up that trooper <laughs> at the same time oh, yeah uh, he ain't Karen huh he ain't Karen no he was like nope gotta see my family yep sorry you get blowed up he's a homie um we've you know obviously we saw him stop the mud horn what else has he done that we've seen Baby Yoda? Yeah, force-wise. Force choke? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. I can't believe I forgot that, because, because that was significant to me. And it's interesting, because it's like he's he's he has not been tamed by either side. No. That's why he's using yes, both. Yes, bro. That's why he's yes. using both. Yeah. Yes! He's just innately using what is the necessary. The force. <laughs> the force. What's necessary at the time. Mm-hmm. Similar to... The Bendu watches and is pleased. The Bendu is very pleased. The Bendu be pleased. Is it still running? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's running. You know the Bendu is into Baby Yoda. (laughs) You know he likes Baby Yoda, man. Of course he does. Yeah, man. He's a balanced little... He's right in the middle right now. Angel demon. It's not that he's, like, bad, but... He thought his dad was getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. So in an arm wrestle. What do I do? Well, I guess I'll force choke her. I don't know what else to do. I'm just a baby. We all wish we were being force choked. You know, it's funny. Like, sometimes Felicity will let my girlfriend will ask to arm wrestle and I'll be losing and I'll try to do something. It would be nice to just have the ability to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She beats you? <laughs> Dude. Oh, no. She's a dancer, man. She's strong. Well, you better well, start doing some bicep. Just... <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I know she's going to hear this later. And, okay, but yeah. seriously, I can't believe I forgot that one. That's, like, so important yeah, to me. Yeah, that I, one. Like, she also has the attraction, the animals. True. There's. He's just I, an emanating force. He's emanating force. He's emanating untamed, raw life force. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. Now, what I'm worried about is, like we were talking, we touched on it before, if... The armorer tells 
Mando that, well, you have to take him back to his people because... Yeah, and I'm like, that's why I asked you earlier in this. And who are his people? At that time, it's Luke. It's Luke and his little school where he's currently messing up Ben Solo. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. Oh. I mean, maybe not. Ben Solo's probably not even there yet. Yeah, this is after after episode six, though. It's only five years after episode six, though. Ben Solo is like four, probably. Okay, so. but that's interesting. I always, always, always forget that it is after all of what happens in the original trilogy. And I know it does happen because the Empire is not around anymore. I but know. For but some reason, it keeps hitting me every time we talk about it. They're like, wait, it's you, all in motion. You know what I think it is? It's because most of our Mandalorian lore comes from Clone Wars, which is. Yeah, I think that's it. it I, I know, because everyone's in a while. It's hard to like, jump that gap. Every once in a while, I have to remind myself, too, like, oh, wait, 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 this is post-Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So... I do, too. Yeah, so his, quote-unquote, people, if his people are the Jedi, it's Luke. And whatever Luke is up to. I guess. Or Kaz. Kaz. Oh, yeah, but he's not really a Jedi. He's not really a Jedi, though. Never mind. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so as soon as... You know, I calmed down about the Darksaber enough to think about other things. (laughs) You became alerted. I was like, well, wait a minute. If he's going off to find his people, the Jedi, are there any any other Jedi? Like, what what Mm. else could be going on? Soka? She's not a Jedi. Not a Jedi. Force user, though. Uh, no. Oh God! Are they gonna? Br- are they really gonna bring in? They could. I don't know what that would look like, though. <laughs> I don't want that to be real. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Or uh, Ezra. Ezra. Dang. Or. I don't know. Or what if it's that the dang Mandalorian Jedi? Do we even know if he's still around? Like, how old is that no, guy? No, that was like thousand years ago. Yeah, it must have been because he history. created the yeah literal ancient history. Right, right, right. Okay. So, Sorry. I mean, who knows what's what where this is leading? The presence of the dark saber makes me think they're steering more towards TV show lore, which would be Ahsoka Ezra. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. And there's the world between worlds. Like, what if all of a sudden one of them just pops in? Oh jeez. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. I don't know, but it's just like it's a lot to think about. Or what like, if like it's Hera's and Jason? Yeah, what if it's Jason? How old is he's Jason probably force sensitive, be? right? Jason is only like seven or eight at the end of um Bellavendor, so probably twenty years later. It's not Ten though, years it's later. five years later. It's five years How after. How old is Endor. he at the Battle of Endor? Jason? Yeah. I mean he looks like a kid. He looks like he's seven, eight. Battle nine. of Endor? Yeah. When did we see them involved with the Battle of Endor? She was at the Battle of Endor. Hera. Okay, but we don't see her son. <laughs> no, but Kanan died, so she would have had to gotten pregnant before Kanan died. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So. Okay, maybe it's not him. But Ezra, though, is a liable Ezra, Ahsoka, yeah. Ezra, viable. Ahsoka, yeah. Sabine, again. But Ahsoka's not a Jedi, high, though. So but saying. she's a Force user. So if they're looking for someone... Who can just use the Force, Who is really. a Force user, yeah. powerful Force user that can 
guide this baby or whatever. I don't know. Star I don't killer. know. Star killer. It's super duper. Come on, bring Star Killer in. Bring Star Killer in. Uh, Please. Uh, <laughs> Please. Not canon anymore. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, hot take. Best addition. Best thing about that game was Proxy, though. Proxy was a cool droid. Okay, we're and not I talking about the game right. right now. That is a whole other discussion. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. And I don't even know who that is. So, um, anyway, I. I Can the, you think of anything from books that it could be? Not really. I don't read all the books, though. Like, that's a good Brandon question. Brandon Boiling, get back to me on that. Is there any character from a book that is a Force user that is still alive Mm -hmm. at At the end of Return of the Jedi that could be involved in this next season? That'd Hmm. be cool. Well, anyway, the point of view of the Force during this show is extremely interesting to me because, to me... The state of affairs during this show is just more evidence that there wasn't really balance mm-hmm. in the Force at the end of Return of the Jedi. Because this is only five years later. There is just chaos going on. I wish I... I need to memorize um, the Imperials' speech about there's chaos in the streets. Yeah. Are you really better off now than you were? Yeah. I need to memorize that speech because there it is. Like, no, you're not better off because chaos still reigns. Mm -hmm. It, you know, around in these areas where, you know, Luke's only one dude. He can't can't cure the universe. No, but we have this baby Yoda who is coming into being, who is clearly affecting everyone around him, Mm -hmm. so that. Even people that we think are super sketch, like um, Grief. Um, I can't remember his name. The guy who's in charge of the guild, who hands out the fobs yeah. and everything. Yes, Grief. He, you think he's an absolute a hole, and then all of a sudden he's he realizes just like, "What the asset is?" And he's like, "Oh, we have to. <laughs> I will guard this child. Like, get don't even like this baby is everything. Yeah. He loves the baby now." Mm-hmm. So we see him having this effect on everybody, mostly everybody around him. And again, like, that's the force trying to balance these people out because, really, there's just not balance happening so much as everybody would have us think. Mm-hmm. So. It'd be cool if Baby Yoda could meet, like, real Yoda. <laughs> but that can't happen, no, unfortunately. Can't. Um. Anyway, the state of the force during the Mandalorian is, in my opinion, Testy. unbalanced yeah. and, you know, because there's a lot of stuff still going wrong in a mm-hmm. lot of places, clearly, with sure. crime syndicates and Imperials True. that aren't gone. Like, they're clearly not gone. They're still flying around in TIE fighters and there's stormtroopers everywhere and death troopers. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me. The- well, now they're kind of like gangs, I feel like. Sure, but... How can we say that 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 the the empire is dead? It it no, isn't. No, 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 it's not dead. And it never was. There's still a lot of sympathizers and. And five years after Return of the Jedi, shoot, Palps could have already been back mm-hmm. out on Exegol. Who the heck knows? So, sure. 
Anyway, that's just kind of my point about the force with okay. the show. It's that interesting, yeah. It's just another big example about how there wasn't any balance. Still. And the whole femininity combining with your masculinity to create balance is obviously force-related. And <laughs> in balance. a huge theme of this show. Of like, everything. Of everything. I mean, I feel like it's the biggest theme of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, like, all of Star Wars, kind of, to some degree. To some degree, but if we're just looking at the Mandalorian to Yeah, me, oh, yes, it's like a microcosm. The of overarching theme of this entire show is um, balancing femininity and masculinity. There's so much Greek mythology. There's so much Greek mythology. <laughs> because when I think about, like, when you think about Yoda, Baby Yoda, what is Baby Yoda? from the Greek mythology standpoint. It's life. It's like life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Spirituality, life, love, mm-hmm. purity, mm-hmm. Gaia. Right? Gaia is kind of like in tandem with the Earth, or Gaia, Gaia. Mm-hmm. Peace. Mm-hmm. And like tranquility, and it's, you know, when you look at all these other characters, like you're saying, who are like, I will do anything to protect this baby, it's almost like they're all kind of um, elevated spiritually. No, it's like they're all. It's like they're all feeding back to where what matters. Like Gaia is the mother of all mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like everyone's feeding up to the femininity, mm-hmm. like to the feminine. Yeah, Yoda could also be a representative icon of such a mythos. You see, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because everyone is like, it's odd how everyone is like, and there's already like this Hephaestus. Athena looking person and then there's like this Artemis and then there's like River Sticks. Dude literally dressed in silver <laughs> which is a, a, a direct reference to um uh or iron um I forget who but there but there's something like that and the um which by the way I just noticed today the whole jetpack thing mm-hmm. tell me that that ain't gonna be like a whole Icarus thing <laughs> Because that's literally the same thing. But she calls it, when she gives Wings. it to him, she says, have you trained in the, or the Rising Phoenix. Phoenix or whatever? Main. He's going to... I'm not predicting. And those little I'm not weapons, that, the whistling birds, yep. that's Dog. super mythological too. Dog. As a, okay, anyway. Um, and then there's the River Sticks, and there's the Underworld mythology, and it's oh my god, it's all just like a it's a massive conglomeration of this idea of of the idea of Greek gods and goddesses, I think, and Olympus. It's and heavy. Like they're not even being what actually about what there hasn't been though is a true Olympus. There has not been like a reference to that. It's all like underworld and gods are kind of scrambled everywhere. Like I'm curious as to if they follow through with this, what's it gonna be? You know what I mean? And to me, honestly, it it rings so hard of Battlestar Galactica. Bruh. It just does. True. It does, it does, it does. In a weird way. In a weird way. It's really hard have, to explain. There was all that all the Greek mythology references in that and like the I don't backstory. Know. Of, like, the character, and there's, like, robots. And I'm just saying, Katie <laughs> Sackhoff is, um... Yep. What's your face? Yep. I don't... I can't tell Bo-Katan. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. former owner of the Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I'm now a little worried about her. Yeah, true. If that dude has a Darksaber... But is this good segue into talking about the mythology? 
We're kind yeah. of already talking about you, it. I mean, you've already hit on most of it. Yeah, I guess we, yeah, we kind of have. Um, okay. All of this is to say, this show's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the show is, and uh, again, I think they good. walk that line perfectly between the, um, the action mm. beats and just enough violence. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But not too much, you mm-hmm. know? Yes, I know. It's nice. Um, it's refreshing. And just, and I know a lot of people were complaining as as the show was rolling out, like, where are the female characters? Where are the female characters? And I'm like, well, there are, there's, there are female characters. And they're like the most important in But a way. the whole show is thematically about the feminine. Like, yeah. So to me, it drives everything. <laughs> I wasn't concerned about the fact that um, the heist episode only had one female character in it because a, it's a bottle episode, and that was just a fun yeah time yeah, and b, the rest of the show is concerned about mm-hmm. literally the feminine yeah. So I wasn't really concerned about that, even though I I like I said I. I got burned by Rise of Skywalker because I thought that that's where that was going, yeah. and it clearly did not. Well, we so. will just have to see. We'll just have to see. Season yeah. one, though, in by itself, supports <laughs> very, very satisfying. Oh my gosh, yeah! And I could watch that. I could watch that, and that could be the show, and I would be totally. I would be so okay with that. That's how good of a season it is. That's when you know it's a good season, like with Legion. I could have watched any <laughs> the first season. That's all I needed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, first season was. Pretty that's all badass. I needed. I would have been fine. That's when you know it's a good show. That's when you know. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. I mean, I was very, very happy with it. I didn't feel overly pandered to. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Hardly at all. Like occasion, like you know, that's what I mean. But. But again, if that's the reason. That they chose yeah. Tatooine. Then I'll be like, oh, then it's okay. <laughs> okay, I'll let it go. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I I mean, what else is there to say? It yeah. completely blew me away at it's, times. It's, it's sick. It, it blew me away at times. Like, yeah. I honestly was. Didn't they can like, pull it off, actually? To be honest. Wow. Dude. So much thought yeah. and. You know, so much that style. My, my, you know how I just long for subtext and symbolism and mm. mythology and yes, costumes ma'am. that mean something. Yep. And. I mean, a good movie. A good, a good film. Good cinema. Something. Good cinema. Which I know it's TV, but like. Very cinematic. Yeah. Cinematic. Very. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that. Rebels was highly cinematic. It was. Um, I think this does the live action justice in that way too. Oh my gosh! So for for a very first attempt at live action television, bro. Good luck, Kenobi. <laughs> bro, holding up to this standard. Oh man. Good luck with that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. But I don't know. I wasn't really that excited about Kenobi anyway. I mean, I'm. It's, obviously, I'm going to watch it when it ever should it ever i just i'm curious i'm very curious (laughs) curious. but living up to this standard is going to be tough yeah yeah i agree but like i'm not going to compare them 
I'm not going to try to compare them. I, I just, I'm not interested in that. I am. That's all I do. I compare and contrast. That's well, my life. That's how my brain I works. I kind of treat them as different things. I, guess. I mean, of course, they're all part of the same lore. Yeah. They all, they all partake in the same lore, which is cool. I think that is interesting. It's going to be interesting relating Clone Wars to Mandalorian and then also being able to relate it to Kenobi and then being able to relate Mandalorian to Kenobi and the rest of the movie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to become like this web it's of a very, interesting lore. It's a Marvel kind of a little web they have going, I feel right. like. Right, yes. I agree. very interesting. I like that. I, I like it's it, cool. too. I think it builds a very interestingly non-linear... It, it's interesting how they're creating this linear narrative, but so non-linearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, abstractly. No, I, I which I think mean. is very cool. Compositionally uh, speaking, how which we, I like. How I like composition. I we have not talked about the music. Oh, my God. Oh. Five oh. minutes. Break it down. Okay. <laughs> uh, I personally loved every note of every musical moment in this show. The theme song had me just, like, Ah, oh, I just love it. It's amazing. It's so Western. It's so not Western <laughs> and weird. Oh, you're taking everything I was going to say. Um, And my favorite is whatever that music is that they always played when he went to see the armorer is like my favorite motif. I don't know what you would call that motif, but that's my favorite. Go. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I was just, I was going to start with saying the music perfectly serves the Western style of the show. Like, the main theme. Perfectly. The main theme mm-hmm. is perfect for that style. Yes. And I think it's also very well... I'm going to use... Is it? Do I use music words? Use whatever words you want. All right, all right. Everyone it's very well... I, we were up. talking about this earlier, right? The orchestration is very highly... It's highly considered and thought through and executed very well, I think. And in that, you know, like, the main theme, it has this, like, very weird combination between the electric guitar synth and a recorder right <laughs> yeah. it's like a really weird he's a mad genius in my opinion it's very different which yeah. i think is very cool and no one else probably would have done that no, no. one else would have no. done that. no it one. would have been like solo violin with i don't know but like like r- dramatic acoustic guitar or something like that you know what i mean like something very like like I think they knew when they hired him, though, that they were not going to get that. They were well, going to yeah, get something like, really different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. And they probably, like, listened to his stuff, and they realized, okay, so this dude's kind of experimental. Yeah. Let's use that. I very much appreciate that they're taking that, that they're doing that now, because kind of like all of Star Wars since 1977 has been... Orchestral. Orchestral, classical. Mm-hmm. Or not classical. Yeah. Neoclassical and like classical-ish. This 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 like the Star Wars v- sound mm-hmm. of composition. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it, same with the cartoons. Um, all everything it Even has the that video sound. Games have, yeah, and the video games. Sound. Yes. So I really think he's bringing something new to the table. That I think is it, it affects me in that way. Is that the orchestration? Like I just think it's so interesting. I think his usage of the instruments is very interesting. Um, same. Yeah, I think his use of leitmotifs is very interesting because indifferent because the so, fact that he's still using leitmotif is, is a, also yeah is a nice it's cool. callback. It's a nice it's a good ref- he's yeah. definitely trying to make that make the connections even though his music that. sounds so different. So different, yeah. But the fact that he's keeping the whole leitmotif. Yeah, thing, I appreciate that. Um, at least it seems like to me. I don't really know. A, no, he does. I mean, I'm there are light motifs. There's you just said. There's like a light motif for the armorer. There's the light motif for the Mandalorian himself. There's a light motif for Baby Yoda. 
Mm. There's a leitmotif for uh, Moff Gideon, which I don't know if I already said this, but that's my favorite one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There. Yeah. There. There are motives. Yeah. But not that many. But but there are motives. I think. And I really like the action sequence music. I think yeah. that stuff sounds really it's cool. Stuff. It's good background. Um, it assists the action, which is always important to me. Um, what am I not pointing out? Oh, I guess I should just address my liking of the music. I so it's conflicting. That's my issue. I hate I hate being this guy. Let me just psychoanalyze you for a second, though. Okay. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's any secret that you worship at the church of John Williams. Every I day can't of your not, life, you know, not just on Sundays, like yeah, every day. Every day, man. Every day, like your life, you have turned this into a life pursuit. This is yeah. why you're majoring in composition. That's how important that man's work is to you. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's going to be. I know, man. A strand of. Oh, this is different. Yeah, I know, man. Is. But I, so okay. I understand the conflict. You, it's balanced, though. You you do like it, mm-hmm. but it's also like. Uh, but I don't feel that way with Rogue One or Solo. But Rogue One and Solo are still orchestral. Like they're still vibing off of. John I guess Williams. yeah. This guy is not. Can I explain though? All. Let me explain. Except for oh. the keeping with the light motif. That like what that whole idea of like okay the sound the the authenticity and in the the replicability of the sound mm-hmm. of Star Wars mm-hmm. that all is just orchestration. I know that has nothing to do with composition. I think this guy is. I think the composition of this soundtrack is awesome. Like I think it's so well done. And I really like it, and I would listen to it in the car, out of my headphones. I do listen to the music on my headphones. I, for that reason, I think the sounds are awesome. The sounds. Yeah. And how it's organized. I understand what you're saying fully. But it's the... It's it's like the... I'm trying to think of an analogy. Because I'm sure people hate me right now. No one hates <laughs> I'm you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just, I, 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 I've said this before. I really wa- I want... I'm mad at myself that I can't like the score 100%. Like I, I know I should because it's great, but I think it's, just it's gonna because take it's time. so it's going to take time. Yeah, because the further away we get from John Williams music in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, I think you will acclimate. It's yeah, just I think so, that yeah. this was real different and yeah. kind of a shock to the system. But that's the thing. I'm mad at myself because I'm usually really good with the but intake this is of your different. god like he's your right, god right like i'm, I'm just very, me as an artist i'm disappointed it's I'm understandable I, I completely under like at first i was really surprised when you were like i don't know i'm like what really but now i act but really uh intellectually i understand how you would just have some hesitation i have cognitive distance <laughs> you do have cognitive totally cognitive uh, dissonant yeah <laughs> dissident dissonant dissonant but anyway. I like yeah, I think uh, oh, I think definitely the majority I really like it though like by far the majority I like it other than not like it so. I think you'll yeah. I think you'll acclimate acclimate after a while mm-hmm. once we've moved away from this. I era really of Star Wars. like his usage of the synth. Too. Yeah, it's very cool. Like, like Moff Gideon's just... theme being like so low in pitch that it's almost like impossible to tell what the pitches are. Like I think that that's like a very nice touch. In the synth. Because mm. it's all synth. It's just a synthesized theme. I don't know if you've noticed. 
I'm having trouble even remembering what it sounds like, even though we literally. That's just because it. exactly. That's because it's hard to hear. It's re- it's actually hard to hear over like nothing. There will be like nothing going. on. You hear this. You hear the subwoofers and the bass, <laughs> but you can't hear the pitches. You just know it, it's like a presence. It's an ambiance, and th- I like that. And I think the fact that it's an ambiance serves well as a theme because no other character really has ambiance to represent themselves. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's su- cool. like I said. That's just another example of like how he's taking this differently. I think that's how I interpret it. He didn't I'll need to, to put it all to it down there. He could have used low brass. He could have used percussion, but he chose to use something that's hard to hear. Yeah, I would see. I I could pulsing and I could deep. see him using percussion, you know, for the villain. But he, you're, yeah, he didn't. I don't know. That's just me. What I think he's thinking, but. All right. I would be happy if that's what he was thinking because that's cool composition. It's very cool. Yeah. So well, I love all the music. Like I, yeah, I, totally. Surprisingly, I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is real off the beaten path. I love this. I really like the B the B theme of the Mandalorian, which is my least favorite part of the theme. Dang. The A theme. The ro- is my the, the the anti Rocky theme. The, <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> but, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, see that is almost like you're attempting <laughs> a fanfare. Alright, alright, alright. Don't all right. make me dislike it anymore. <laughs> Not that Rocky's bad, I'm just saying it's very fanfare to me and it almost doesn't fit with the rest of his music in my like from my view. I also think it's very it's very odd how the theme starts with these alternating two pitches yeah. but and then like the next bar is the same but it's like it's reversed yeah i love it very different which again i like the difference but the sound itself i'm trying duality. to duality yeah definitely but there's a duality in the music too yeah yeah oh yeah definitely there's duality across the whole um, thing that's what like um, that's what adds the style of a film if everyone's making the same film you know i mean good style i know you can see it so I think everyone's working towards that, but it's it's great. Multifaceted. It's great. I miss Service it already. Of, of form, yeah. Same. I don't Me know too. when it's coming back, but hopefully in the. Are fall. we winding down here? Is there, yes, is we're winding hours? down. Oh, we okay. got to. It's. I'm surprised. Two hours I, yeah, plus. It's pretty good. All right. But then we had a whole season of a show to cover, since some people won't call me back and Thorn record. Um, I think our next episode is going to need to be. I'm going to assume that we're not going to record until we've seen the first episode of The Clone Wars. Probably. Dang. Well, I mean, I could do that one, though. I can do Throne Rooms. He, okay, yes. I really want to do the episode on Throne Rooms. <laughs> badly. Um, but that's going to take me some, like, book book learning and, like, research. <laughs> book learning. I want to have some... I book mean, learning. My, my favorite couple of Throne Rooms I could t- already talk about all day because I've already dissected Do you want to talk them. about, like, non... But there are other ones, like, for instance, the Mandalore yeah. throne room, which is going to be obviously important important in the Clone Wars coming back. Yep. Plus that throne room. The Gene Ocean Queen throne room. Super cool. I don't know if I'm going to go Gene Ocean Queen. <laughs> Come on. It's real creepy. And all right. Like. Mm, I get it. The imagery of Geonos, of all of like that. Do we really want to go there? It's nasty, bro. Do we really want to go there with the. I know, man, yeah. but it's nasty, <laughs> and that's why I think it's interesting that there's a throne room because throne room has connotation of regality, you know, regalness. Uh, we take my word for it. 
we're doing an episode on throne rooms. Just don't know if that's going to be before. I like that throne room because it's dirty. That's all I'm saying. It's dirty. It's a dirty throne room. <laughs> all the other throne rooms are like super pristine and huge, and this one's just underground and soggy and gross. That's why I like it. Boom. Okay. I will make... Here's what's going to happen. I will make a list of the throne rooms we're going to talk about. Okay, are we going to talk about the Wampa's throne room? And you have... No, we want that's just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just Here's the thing I'm struggling with with that episode though. Where do I draw the line from office to throne? Because well, there has to be a throne. I would consider okay, but think about Palps's office in the prequels. Technically not a th- but 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 no, stop shaking your head no. <laughs> because consider for a moment he is already in his mind. I know controlling everyone i would think that honestly that's the one exception so to me i think that's an exception that counts as a throne room yeah i would say so because he is ruling he is ruling he everything is ruling. at He's that controlling point controlling everything yeah and the room is like set up to be regal and definitely like once you enter his world you've entered his world so, so here are the here are the ones off the top of my head that we must speak about padme's um Again, throne room, office, not sure, but yes, Padme's, and I, I, technically she's a queen, fine, it's a throne room. Oh, I can tell you that that's a throne room because in Star's Battlefront, when you enter that room, it's called throne room. Okay. <laughs> Padme's, Palps' office, Palps' throne on Death Star 2, mm-hmm. um, Snoke's is by far my favorite. I will talk for 25 hours just on that one alone. Are we going to talk about episode 9 though? I want to talk about yes, that. Yes, we're going right, to right, that's going right. to be incorporated in with Palp, Palp uh, first of all, Palps's Death Star throne room. Of course, yeah. In episode 6, the web window and episode <laughs> 9. Yeah. And then Palps's Sith Macquarie I want it in my house. Freaking yeah. Amazing throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those, um, Mortis, absolutely yes, we're talking about the Mortis throne room. Oh, yes. And the Mandalore one, just because I think it's going to be very relevant. Right. Because of Clone Wars. Am I forgetting any off the top of my head? Oh, oh my god, the end of episode four, hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are so oh, stupid. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of throne rooms, guys. It's a there lot. There are, there are a lot. It's really when you start writing them down. Got that iris mythology all in that business, It's when you start writing down, there are just heaps and heaps of throne rooms in this saga and across the shows. And like you just said, there's one in a video game I didn't even know about, so. Wait, what did I say? Didn't you say there's a throne room in the video game? Oh, the one in Naboo, like Theed Palace. Oh, Padme's, you said that. Yeah, it's it's called the throne room. I was just clarifying. But um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's one that we're missing. I'm That's sure there's important. one every but the whole point the point is we're gonna do an episode, it's gonna be pretty long and it's gonna be all there's a lot of freaking throne rooms. Let's yeah. just say. There's just so many. There are. It's gonna be fun though. I'm look it's I've all been just wanting, visual art that we can just talk about. And I've been <laughs> wanting to do that episode since yeah. before we even conceived. Is this show. inspired by anyone in particular or is it just you? You've wanted to do a throne I've room? wanted to do a throne room. Oh cool, room, yeah, so. that that'll be fun then. Forever. Okay, so that's coming up, and then obviously the Clone Wars are coming up, and we're going to be all over that. Delaney is begging to be. Oh, we gotta have her on, Yes. I don't know. She's really getting under my. She's getting on my last finger about it. (laughs) So there's going to have to be a way to corral her 
mm. <laughs> within this appearance. We should just tell her like not to talk unless she we talk to She can't just ramble, 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 <laughs> ramble. It, there's going to have to be like something that corrals her rambling. So we'll figure it out. That'd but be fun. We're, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little yeah. scared about it, but we'll, well do it. okay. It, it could just work like you have the upper hand when you're talking. When you have the, the, have the power, you have the what's the word? The right, the 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 right of pe- right of way. I'm the father. Yeah, sure, whatever. She's the daughter. Yeah, you you're... have anytime you want to talk, you talk, and then yeah. we have to wait until you're done talking. I keep talk. the balance between my children, who could <laughs> otherwise rip the fabric of the universe oh. apart. <laughs> rip the fabric of the podcast apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the missing mother of Star Wars. Like, oh, jeez. Bothy is shuddy because <laughs> yeah. you're talking too much and getting over your nerves. Yeah. Okay, so that that's to look forward to. <laughs> That'll be fun, man. She does love the Clone Wars. Like, that's her favorite Star Wars. So. And she sometimes will have, like, quippy remarks all of a sudden. That She's are, very like, funny. Genius. Like, She's sometimes she'll have genius things. Sometimes she'll have super dumb things that are funny. <laughs> and I'm sure she's going to listen to this. Anyway, um, so that's coming up. Throne Room, Clone Wars at least in February, maybe into early March, mm-hmm. depending on how busy you are, because it's really up to you. Yeah, work when is you... starting up now, so... Um, as soon as we get the remote recording down pad, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, to close out, we are on Twitter at UnknownReachPod. I am on Twitter at FreyAdjacent. Uh, we have an email, which I never check, but please feel free to email me. Maybe I'll check it. It's unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin, with two L's, underscore MJ, underscore Whitlick, W-I-T-T-L-I-C-H. And we're both on Facebook under our normal names, Colin Whitlick, Michelle Whitlick. So, um, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> say Hello. Hopefully we're not so annoying. We do run long. I'm sorry. It just can't. We can't seem to keep yeah. it short. Yeah. But that's part sorry, of the problem guys. about why we have to do this more often. Yeah, I know. I know. You understand. I that's understand, the concept. bro. Okay. I'm just, when you get home at 1 a.m. every night, I don't want a podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just need <laughs> to actually schedule it. Like what? Yeah, Because sure. I know you have mornings off sometimes and then it other days you have yeah i'm often off. i'm often available well, okay we can talk about it later but yeah we can figure it out on air production meeting scheduling doesn't need to be on air <laughs> yeah it's no need yeah. um okay so that's it for episode six the good the bad and the baby <laughs> yeah. i really kind of love that yeah that's gonna be a shirt why is that not a shirt that's merch well i told you i'm gonna make merch or pins or something Get on for that, um Celebration so That's we can... clearly what it has to be. It has to be that. The swag crew was so much fun last time. I yeah. want to do that again. So, okay. Again. We could have... It's it's metaphorical. Yes. We could have the good, the bad, and the baby. Yes. Um, a shooken. <laughs> we can have the that. Um, sure. And then we'll just have regular old Unknown Regions podcast. URP. In the purple. Erp purple mm-hmm. all right so um i think that's it nice hey colin hey mom <laughs> see you around kid bye bye thank you for listening to unknown regions podcast 
The introductory theme for Unknown Regions podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.